Welcome to episode 101 of the Reptile Gumbo Podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Katie's mic's not turned on. Oh, son of a bitch. So dun, this is mine? Dun. Yes. I'm trying to be funny and it didn't work. Oh. Make sure I got all my stuff in, all my ducks in a row. Make so, sure you got your buttons ready to go for Amanda Rua. Every time I think okay. I have my ducks in a row, I figure out they're on fucking meth and they just start going all weird directions. I don't directions. have ducks. I have squirrels. Yeah. And they're batshit crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well... Hold on, hold on, wait for it, wait for it. Don't turn it up loud. I like turtles. <laughs> <Get over. laughs> that soundboard sound is Amanda Rua's favorite part of our show, I think. Yeah, because she paid for it. Yeah. You know what? That's what she said. It. She loves it. <laughs> oh, there we go. Hey, guys, in the chat. So, we have an in-studio guest tonight. Yeah. And and I'm not going to even try your last name, so I'm just going to say <laughs> it's... Yeah, I got nothing. Here, you got to move the mic closer to your face. Oh, I know it's. I don't know, it's I've never done this before. Say you'll talk literally like oh, right okay. there, like right up better? on it. Make yeah. love to the microphone. Yeah. Okay, mm. like closer. There you go. Just don't Perfect. lick. Don't lick it. We only sat here for okay. ten minutes and could have done all this. <laughs> we totally could have. We were too busy bitching to about everything. I wasn't bitching. I was stating facts. <laughs> I I think you should try to say my last name. Nope, it's not even gonna fucking happen. How do you, you spell it? Spell it for me, and maybe I can. I'm gonna pull it up on Facebook. Apparently knows it. Because I start typing those random fucking letters at the beginning of your name, and it's like, do you mean this? Yep. I'm not going to try and finish it. <laughs> Megan S. That's what I call her. It right, is hold on. Hold on. Sebulchevik. You have so many extra syllables in that when you try to say it. <laughs> it's not even that long of a last name, James. <laughs> Sabiakovich? No. What? That's not even fucking close. That's how you... It's, it's closer a, than what you got. That's how no, you have not. it on your we Facebook. Both made up, we both made up names. It says Megan... Sabiakovic. That's Facebook. So you need to change your phonetic spelling on Facebook. Phonetics are fine. (laughs) Change your fucking phonetics. I'm going to go with Hester. (laughs) That's my maiden (laughs) It's Sabiakovic. Sabiakovic. Okay, I see it now. Uh, Yeah. Once you say it, it makes sense. And what? The the southern A instead of the uh. What is that? Bosnian. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Completely my husband's fault. Yeah, yeah. Megan. Because his first name is... Asmir. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we answer to, you know... Everything. Whatever, any of them. Hey, you. Um, for the, there for a while, he was telling people it was slap a bitch. Slap, slap a bitch. Megan, some other bitch. Oh, dear God. Have y'all seen the thing with you know Joe Rogan and Bill everybody? Uh, everybody. So now Millie Vanilli makes announcements that they're pulling someone else's music off Spotify. Oh <laughs> love it. Oh, so yeah. Episode one one. We do our sponsors real quick, Katie, because she plays and types on her phone. I can't. I, look, we were just told that we could wear jeans to school tomorrow, so now we're trying to figure out if we have to wear a spirit shirt or if we have to dress up the jeans. This is important. Shit, or you could dress okay? like a professional and no, not wear jeans. My third graders don't give a damn. Like me, dress like a professional. Yeah, well, I support your ability to wear jeans to school. Thank you, I appreciate that. I have the ability. I just choose he not to. Never does ever. Love my jeans. He doesn't even wear jeans on like professional development days. No, it's a job. You got to wear a uniform. Yeah. His uniforms, khakis, and a polo. I help business owners make important benefits decisions wearing pajamas. So I wear, I own a business <laughs> and wear shorts every day. There you go. I'll probably wear pants tomorrow because it's going to be really you wore, cold. You wore pants this weekend. I did wear pants this weekend. It was cold. <laughs> I, well, I wouldn't know. I didn't see you. No. That- oh, we'll get <laughs> that. We'll get that. We'll get that shortly. 
that business that Robert happens to own is Lone Star Reptile Racks. And if you are looking for a reptile rack, look no further than Lone Star Reptile Racks. They offer a variety of high-quality PVC racks in all sizes for all types of snakes, geckos, rats, and more. You can even order something custom. Shipping is available, or you can pick up at our Herps Reptile Show near you. Visit LSReptileRacks.com to reach out to Lone Star Reptile Racks and place your order today. That's Corey Martin, by the way. Facebook user? Yep. Oh, cool. Corey Martin needs Hi, to give Corey. StreamYard permission so that her name will pop up. Oh, my lord. Wiregrass Exotics is also here. Amanda Rue, we talked about her a little bit ago. Yes, Wiregrass Exotics, who got this tell amazing Chris, board. Tell Chris to stop messaging you. No, it's... Oh, it's normally Chris. So one of my friends just posted. It's freaking hilarious. Oh, God. She said, all my plants are plastic like my tits. So I'm not concerned about this freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, my God. God. All right, real quick. So, Wiregrass Exotics, our buddies over in, I was about to say Enterprise. That's not it. It's Ozark. It's definitely Ozark. <laughs> wow. Enterprise is a different town. Ozark, Alabama, on wow. Highway 231. Go visit the new shop in Ozark. If you're over in South Georgia, South Alabama, North Florida, <clears throat> make a trip over there. Check out the Ruas. They're the reason that we have this awesome soundboard that lets me do things like this. Oh, too loud. Too loud. Too loud. Someone Turn just crashed their car. Fuck you, man. Turn that down. I can love this shit. God. You know what? You know what? Turn my headphones down right now. So I'm going to be in Indigo Country this weekend. Ooh. And it's going to be in the 20s. So oh. probably won't see they you. probably won't be out. I'm going to be in Katarina, totally which is like. I forgot you had that this weekend. Mm-hmm. You were going to be cold. Ah, sorry. When you're hunting, you don't feel cold. That's, That's completely a fucking lie. <laughs> That's not, <laughs> it's not true at all. But I'm hoping, you know, this is this is more of a management thing we're doing where we're removing a certain amount of does from a property so just killing a shit ton of deer yeah i didn't want to say it like that we're harvesting <laughs> some meat this weekend i'm all down for that so yeah uh also our other sponsor the reptile gumbo podcast is sponsored by herps reptile shows yep i don't have the dates pulled up for anything uh february corpus. something or another is corpus. the last weekend in february is corpus and then in March, we have Bryan College Station in New Orleans. Okay, let me like look yes. this shit up. Maybe. That's and then March. In April, we have Temple. That's going to be March 5th and 6th. All right, look, we hold on. We will not be there. Shut up. Corpus Christi, February 28th, 6th and 27th. New Orleans, March 5th and 6th. Mm-hmm. Bryan College Station, March 12th and 13th. Slidell, Louisiana, April 2nd and 3rd. Then Beaumont, Texas, April 9th and 10th. That's for, for Chris. How many shows do we have in April? A lot. April's busy. June, we have a four. Show. There's four There's in April. Four in April. One in every every weekend. I have the same thing in June, but Slide three of my herbs and one's uh, something else. Beaumont, There's Beaumont Temple, Temple, then Austin. And then Austin. And then all the way to Amarillo, which we will not make that trip. That's nope. the other side of the country. <laughs> a day and a half trip to just well, get I could, there. I could be in Florida almost as fast as I can be in Amarillo. Yeah. Almost. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You could be in Florida before you can be in El Paso. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd go a lot of places before I go to El Paso. Me too. Or Amarillo. I'm <laughs> sorry, James Sterling, if you listen to this. <laughs> oh, so yes, check out the Herbs Reptile shows. Check out the Herbs Reptile <clears throat> shop, who's about to start carrying VivTech light bulbs, along with Grant Family Exotics. They're about to start carrying VivTech light bulbs. I'm using a VivTech light bulb right now. They're right awesome now, here? Right you have yes, one right on here. you right yeah, now? That's what this light is. That's my halo. <laughs> that's my tortoises in there. Big idea bulb. <laughs> I got one for my tortoises, and I got one for my Euromastics. Uh, I didn't know you had a Euromastics, too. Yeah, it's an asshole. 
It's been oh, an asshole its entire life. Mine. Well, mine's like a bitey asshole, or no, it doesn't bite. He just swells up and like hates you, and, oh, and just, he like mine throws hates me. his tail around. In general, just hates people. She's just waiting and... for me to choke and die on something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my mind never t- it never tries to bite. It just doesn't oh, well, want to be touched. Yeah, my, mine's never bitten me, but uh, yeah, no, she gets all puffy and. She's only done the belly wiggle once, and it was like the day I brought her home, and we just established what our relationship was going to be. So that she can do whatever she wants, and she's gonna hate you. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, speaking of herps, we had the the very interesting one day Conroe show this I'm past still weekend. Tired that someone didn't come fucking visit. I'm sorry. I <laughs> she hung out with the cool one. I, what can I say? It's look, fucked up. In my defense, no, there's no defense. In my defense, nope. I had I had a little tiny baby lychee that I was picking up for a friend. Unfortunately, oh, I was like, you didn't mine. buy a lychee, did no, you? No, God, no. <laughs> Who did he come from? Um, Carl. No, I got her from. Uh, then you should return it. Eliniana, Gina's reptile rescue. Mm-hmm. Oh. one that she produced. It's actually for a friend of mine up in Dallas, so I picked it up and I'm I'm holding it. How do you say Lainey's name? Eliniana. Okay, I never have actually known how to say it. I've always just called her Lainey. Really? Oh. <laughs> Maybe you're saying it wrong. I, I'm not saying it wrong. I asked her. Oh, you can't even say right. my last name. I was still can't say, say your last name. James can't say a lot of names. He's really not the one to talk here. Aren't you a teacher? I don't. I mean, there's a lot of kids that don't know their names, and we're in January, February. Yeah. There's I don't some know kids last where names. I just like I go, yeah, and they know I'm talking to them, yeah. and they don't know that I don't know their name yet. I don't yeah, know if, last names. If I mean, you hear me say, "Hey, bud," it's because I don't forgot your name. I do that all the time. I did I it mean, this weekend at the show. Hey, bud, and whoever it was looked at me like. You should know my name. And I'm like, I don't. I love when kids, <laughs> kids get offended. I haven't learned their name like four months into the school year. I'm like, you only had seven names to learn this year. I had 140. So yeah. sorry. I don't know your name. And I, by the end of the school year, as soon as I, the first day of summer, I will have forgotten you. Yep. I don't remember my kids' names from last year. Right. I'll see. Uh, I, yeah. That's my brain completely lets go of that year and then starts over with the new year. And, and then I don't. Especially some names are just fucking hard to pronounce. Like yeah. Sebjakovic. Like yeah, some some yaki bitch. <laughs> just, trying, just trying to rack my brain with things I can end with bitch. Anyways. I feel uh, like we should preface before. I mean, I realize we're already 10 minutes into this episode. But for all of those listening or for all of those that will be listening, we're we're all, I mean, Megan's not. But the rest of us are all just very... Not necessarily on edge, but we're all a little, on edge. We're a little cranky. I'm not cranky. We're very feisty about our feisty. feelings tonight. I am. My husband would like to differ. He told me three times today that I was cranky. I, I'm not. Look, just because I talk shit about somebody doesn't you, mean I'm cranky. I'm not cranky. A, you have an ink pen and a notepad to be able to write down notes so you don't forget what you want to bring up tonight. I, like I got on. home and my wife had dinner ready and had a drink made for me. Shit, yeah. I should have gone to your house. Yeah, well, actually, it was dinner that I made last week. That she That's all right. Well, uh, down with but it was that. venison stew, so it was amazing. That's probably better now. I haven't had dinner. Will it help if I promise to visit you at the next Conroe show? Oh, fuck it, I don't give a shit now. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know you how just, she... you brought it up a couple times, so I feel like... I just thought I was fucked up. I had to find out through <laughs> Facebook that you were in the same building we were in. And it's not even like we're hit in the middle. We're on, like, if you made the big circuit, you should have seen us. I did move the... I did. There were too many people. But I was mostly facing, people. like, the outside wall for the most part. There were You know you're allowed so to turn around and see what's on the other side, I, right? Thank you. So we're, many people. We were right past the rattlesnakes. I'll, I'll keep... I was looking at the rattlesnakes. I literally walked right past you. Oh, yeah. Apparently. It's fucked up. I'm sorry. I've never been that tired after even a two-day show. 
I still don't know how many people we had at the one day show. Did a lot. Hurt? A lot. Well, there was lines down both sides Traffic. before yes, opening. Sucks. Compared to the September show when there was no line at all. Yeah, that scared me a little. Um, it was pretty crazy. And then, I I, I don't know. I don't. I couldn't even I begin to guess how many we had. It was weird for a Sunday to have people right away. Because yes. normally on a Sunday, we don't have people till like one. Right. They all go to church. We get a few people to trickle in. But we had people all the way till about five. And then yeah. that last hour got pretty slow. Yeah, most people were packing up by five thirty. But people, yeah. the people that were coming in the door between four and five, the majority of them had already been in earlier that day. Like they had their wristbands on, so there weren't a lot of people that were coming <laughs> brand new. Yeah, uh, they were coming back to get things because they like left to go eat lunch or things like that. Well, I think most people did pretty good. Uh, it was funny to hear some people complain about doing only a one day show, but yet they did. Enough for a decent, maybe not a great Conroe, but a decent Conroe. And then when you think about the fact that you did it only on one day and didn't have to pay hotel for two days. I think that it food had away to from do. home for the, that long. You saved money. Well, I think it had to do with the fact that it was just a one day. So people were very concerned that what they were going to purchase was going to be purchased very quickly. That's Andy Hine. That's yeah. Andy Hine. That's Andy. Oh, it says nuts. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Surprised I didn't say D's nuts. Lord. <laughs> But no, it was yeah. a good show. It was, it was busy. I enjoyed it. Uh, and then we have like a whole month until the next. Oh, well, we don't have a, a month until our next show that we're going to. We have two weekends and then we will be in Arlington. Oh, yeah. We're going to Arlington next weekend. Yeah. We get to see Andy Hine. Yeah. And, Andy will be there. So we'll be at Arlington. Look for the Python and a Pear Tree booth. We'll be right next door to it. Set up like this, doing uh, interviews and stuff and hanging out in uh, the pit, I think. I is think what. our friend John Grant talked about maybe coming down well, one of those days. It's going to be frozen up there in Oklahoma. Yeah, well, you never know by then. <laughs> it could be 90 degrees. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, come out and check us out in Arlington. Uh, I've never been to the NARBC there. I've only been to the NARBC in Tinley, so I'm looking forward to that one, too. I haven't been to either. I would like to You're go to... You're from the... Dallas. I know. But see, I didn't actually start keeping reptiles until after I moved to Houston, though. So it's like only been within the last few years that I've actually started keeping. I would like to go to NARBC. BC or whatever. In ARBC. In ARBC. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Next oh, weekend. and you want us to get your fucking last name right. Wow. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the show. This is why. This is why he wouldn't tell me what we were talking about. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know until until I hit play. So that whole planning ahead thing sounds like work, and I didn't do this. James gets real familiar real quick with people. Yeah. I mean, that's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's people great. can either hate me or like me. It's cool. And a lot of them hate you, but that's it's cool. okay. I told my, I told my <laughs> student before I could, I, I had a student, 12 years. I had a student voice that he didn't like me today. And I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Right. I'm going to sleep the same time. I told someone that I wasn't there to be their friend. I was there to help them get ready for fourth grade. Yeah. That was fun. I tell my kids all the time. My job's not for you to like me. This yep. class is not meant to be fun. I'm nope. here to prepare you for the next year. If school's fun. It wouldn't be compulsory. Oh, so we should probably like introduce Megan and and give a little like bit of background. Legitimately, yeah, because we've spoken about her a few times Me on the show. Megan, we have Megan, some what? some other bitch. No, sir. What? Some no, sir. Megan Sushi. No, yeah. I've COVID. Heard, I've heard Sviakovic. COVID. Hey, so when you, when you cuss, really when we cuss on here, it gives us little stars instead of the word on the um. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Titty cunt. No. James, James, twat waffle. You are not George Carlin. Does it, does it, does it, does it put stars up for Look, twat waffle? It, it did titty. Oh my does God. It, 
was. No. You're not George Carlin. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> pull it up. No. Nope. It's a quat. Quat waffle. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's We're way off the rails. That's almost as much fun as when we played ourselves in slow-mo. <sighs> that was, yeah, that was, I should probably listen to us in slow-mo again. That was pretty that's great. That's a lot of fun. That sounds, yeah, I'm going to do that. I've never actually listened to our podcast. We sound that drunk and stoned. It's great. You'll the love it. slow motion. It's possible. Was phenomenal. Slow motion for me. Yeah. I don't drink, but could definitely be stoned. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Megan, what is uh, how do I act? Tell us about you. <laughs> All right, uh, there's a lot that I could. She likes snakes. I oh, do. Okay. I like snakes. Do you like turtles? <laughs> uh, he has a button for oh that one. God, I didn't even know what that was in my niece. She's gonna be 13 soon. She like walks around saying it all the time. I like turtles. Seen her? Yeah. <laughs> I like turtles. Yep. That's for Sean Gray. Had to look it up. We don't have kids. So. You've never seen a little zombie. Like, kid? I didn't know what it was either. And Sean Gray for Halloween two Halloweens ago went as that kid, and I made him a shirt that said "I like turtles" for him to wear all day. <laughs> And I was, I was like, I don't even know what this is. Like, so I had to look it up because I wanted to make sure that I'm, you know, no, sir. <laughs> Unacceptable. I think I recorded that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, thanks for the rules. I got to add more sounds on here. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I'm you know what? what? Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's okay. You know what sounds you could add is Katie's blurb about my business. I thought about that. I thought about that. Uh, yeah. I haven't done it yet because it's way more fun to make fun of her and make her do it in person. But I have thought about doing that. Isn't being married awesome? Yeah. She's so great. We're, we actually realized the other day we're coming up, what did I say, 17 years? Too many fucking years. 17 years. <laughs> Not being married, but being together. Too complete many. complete bliss. <laughs> Never had a fight. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh. Never had a fight that I lost. What? Oh, whatever. My grandparents used to say that, but they slept in separate rooms for the last 25 years of their life. <laughs> it's hard to fight if you don't see each other. I think my little Penelope in my classroom would disagree. What's a pe- oh, you're fucking guinea pig. <laughs> anyway, let Megan tell us about Megan tell us about stuff. <laughs> Again. All right. So, uh, I'm from Dallas originally. Uh, moved down to Houston here a few years ago. We won't hold it against you. That I moved to Houston? No, that you're from Dallas. Oh, I love Dallas. <laughs> I miss Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Dallas is great. What do you got against Dallas? It's not Houston. <laughs> that is <laughs> true. It's it's north of I-10, which makes it a Yankee. Oh, gosh. You sound like Cajun. Those are fighting words. I'm joking. Dallas is a great city. Um, <laughs> no, Fort Worth is. Dallas is okay. No. No, Fort Worth is. <laughs> other conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, moved to Houston a few years ago, um, been around animals literally my entire life, uh, mostly with mammals. It wasn't Yuck. until I have two dogs and three cats and Yuck. they pretty much all run my house. Um, <laughs> so, but no, it wasn't actually until the last few years that I actually started. I mean, I've always loved reptiles, but I actually started getting into keeping them and like becoming active within the reptile community. Um, so yeah, I don't. What, well, what we, do you What do you well, want to know? <laughs> we've mentioned on here before what you do for your neighborhood, so I figured you go and. Oh yeah, so huh, yeah, I guess I do do that. Um, you said do do. So mature. 
No, you not figured out yet that I, that is I not our forte. See, I can see why you married him. I mean, he's just so damn cute. You're so lucky. He does need a haircut, though. He's starting to look a little rough. Yeah. Um. So I actually started doing this around the beginning of last year. Um. I I love my neighborhood. I love love my community. Really, really great neighbors. Um. But so before we go. Let's explain the neighborhoods around here for anybody that is not familiar with around Houston. Uh, the area around Houston has grown insane in the last like ten years, fifteen oh, yeah. years. Shit, just in the so last five. it's all brand new, god awful, fucking on top of your neighbor neighborhoods, um, built on top of what used to be wide open farmland mm-hmm. that used to have lots of wildlife. Yeah, we're on our neighborhood is it used to be rice paddies that ours was on, so lots of swampy marshy type land um and so i mean we're only like you know maybe 10 minutes from pearland at this point but there's still i mean it's mostly rural areas around us um but when you come into the neighborhoods it doesn't really feel like that no so, it's all um, very new and right on top of itself yeah and so um a lot of people especially because we get a lot of people who are from like city areas and so they come in and all of these suburban or you know these new neighborhoods are like these little utopian bubbles where nature does not exist um get this nature out of my nature <laughs> well, that, little that do i know where your neighborhood is i used to run rice fields out there yeah so you know yeah and there's a lot of cotton mouths out there yes there are um now for the longest time we really didn't see many in the neighborhood and that's mostly why i so i started it off with just a small facebook page facebook group just for the neighborhood um because most of the time people would post about you know a snake that they've seen they're like oh be careful there's a cotton mouth but it was like never a cotton mouth it was usually a water snake um we've got a whole slew of diamondback water snakes that live behind our neighborhood and so I was getting fed up <laughs> with just all of the misinformation. And so I started the group just for my neighbors, um, you know, so that way I could help them ID them. If they had a snake on their property, I'm like, I'll come and get it for you. For you. It's not a big deal. Um, and then about a month later, I got involved with another Facebook group called the Free Snake Relocation Directory. Um, and I... It's a group. Basically, if you want to be a volunteer snake relocator, you just put yourself on the map and then people can go on this map and, and, and find someone you. in their area and call them instead of, you know, calling pest control. And kind of like a rehabil- like rehabilitator website. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. Um, and so once I started doing that, I was like, well, I guess I'll just open up the group to everyone in the area. Um, and it all, honestly, it just kind of snowballed. Um, so, I mean, I've got quite a few people that are in the group now and it started with you know me just helping people identifying the snakes in the area and you know correcting a lot of the myths that people tend to perpetuate um and all your neighbors being chased by all those cotton mouths yeah (laughs) now i i have gotten quite a few calls um towards the end of last year um for cotton mouths in the neighborhood and i think now that meridiana has finally moved onto the manville side and they broke ground over there i mean all those trees are gone now yeah um and so you know now they literally have nowhere else to go they're being pushed out um which is what i've had to explain to people multiple times i'm like this this was their home before we moved here um 
you know, so it's you're you're gonna you're gonna see them. That's just the way that it is. We live in Southeast Texas. Um, it comes with snakes. It comes with gators. I have actually had people ask me um, how a gator could wind up in a residential neighborhood lake. Did you say by walking? I, I, I literally said I said it walked. I, oh. <laughs> like I'm not trying to be funny. It literally walked um, into yeah. the lake. We yeah. I get a lot of people that like, when they <laughs> see that kind of stuff, they assume someone just left it there. I'm like, no. yeah. Where was it? someone around here thought they had a caiman or something in a pond around here? You remember yeah. that? Yeah. And it was most likely just an alligator. It was, yeah, guarantee. Yeah. So I get, um, I, I mean, I, the response from most people has been really positive. Um, occasionally I get somebody who asks me if I'm going to relocate, um, the snakes from the lakes in the neighborhood because we are, when our developer, developed the neighborhood they put in a lot of man-made lakes yeah and so of course we have a lot of wildlife that lives in those lakes um and i'm like no i'm not I'm not gonna do that that's where they live and they're like well what about the children and i'm like what about what the about children, the children? <laughs> teach the children not what, to go near them what if children fuck your offspring <laughs> oh my God. yeah i'm like you know i somehow i managed to make it into my 30s without you know getting bitten by a snake as a child because i left wildlife alone <laughs> i i, I didn't get bit by them and i was not say that but his weren't necessarily wild snakes. I mean, I was yeah. didn't get bit, and I was looking for them. So, like, yeah. that's right, exactly. I mean, I can't say that that now. Like, I've been bit a lot, but <laughs> it's mostly because water snakes are assholes. Assholes, so. <laughs> all of them. They're yeah. They apparently don't want to be friends with me. So, which is something that I tell people when I do education. I'm like, look, these snakes want nothing to do with you. I know. I've tried. I want to be friends with them. This is a one-sided relationship. Yep. <laughs> well, the impressive thing is that you get calls. Like people don't just go out and hit it with a shovel and say "fuck off, we're done." They actually, I mean, people yeah. do, but that not everybody's doing it. People are actually calling you. Yeah, I get a lot. I get a lot of requests from people, and I mean, it. I'll, I'll relocate anything. You know, venomous, not venomous. The smallest one that I've ever relocated was this little baby rat snake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was well, I told a... you about the guy a couple weeks ago that had the three foot copperhead in his garage yeah. and it, it was, it was a rat snake, snake that was born yeah. this year nice what y'all said that about um i tried to make friends with them but it's a one-sided relationship it made me think of that mitch hedberg bit i find that a duck's opinion of me is heavily influenced by whether or not i have bread yes <laughs> a snake's opinion is heavily influenced by whether or not i have a mouse yes yes I, I always get excited too. I mean, I, I love cotton mouths. They're probably my favorite, oh, yeah. my favorite like native venomous mm-hmm. snake. And so I get really excited when people call me and it's like actually a cotton mouse because it's like a kid in a candy store. But it's also a really great opportunity for me to once again tell people that they don't chase you because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, it's yeah, but no, 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 my granddaddy's uncle's neighbors and the barber told me it chases me. <laughs> It'd make my job easier if they did. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just follow me, guys. I, yeah. I drove out to the farthest I've driven was I actually went out to east bernard last year for a cottonmouth that was living in this woman's garage um and she couldn't get anybody to come out and take care of it and so i was like all right i'm like if you haven't found anyone by like this time tomorrow i'm like i'll come out and there for reference east bernard's 45 minutes from here oh 45 well, to an hour longer than that well if you take highway six because yeah there's all the freaking traffic lights <laughs> it's it's out in the fucking boonies um and so I drove out there and it was in her garage, but it was living in this, there was this little hole underneath the garage and it was too small for me to get my hook in there. Um, and so I wound up having to 
close off one side. And then I sat there on my bucket in the dark waiting for an hour for the snake to finally come out. Cause it would like stick his head out a little bit and see me and then to like go back in. <laughs> um, That's dedicated. Obviously I drove 50 miles one way. I was not leaving without a snake. <laughs> that makes, I mean, that just, that just makes sense. That's true. <laughs> and I mean, there was just like bugs everywhere. It was so gross. I'm pretty sure I swallowed a bug at one point. It was protein. It was really, really gross. Um, but I prevailed. I finally got that thing. And that's like my favorite example that I, that I tell people, Oh, fuck off, Travis. <laughs> uh. My friend Travis is oh. <laughs> in the chat. Um, but yeah, that's the one that I like to to bring up whenever people start talking about cotton mouths chasing you. Because I'm like, no, trust me, yeah. they don't. Because I sat there and for an hour waiting for this it, bitch to come out of the hole. If you've ever watched the cotton mouth <laughs> try and move quickly, it's very laughable to You're think that they actually chase you down. Oh, yeah, if you Especially can't, if, if you there's can't. any kind of like flat surface. Yeah, any any aquatic or semi aquatic snake on land, they watch their asses not, on a road. I, they are stupid. Yeah. I uh, I got a call for a snake in uh, a woman's garage in Iowa Colony, and it uh, turned out to be a, a plain-bellied water snake. And I pulled him out from behind some stuff in the garage with my hook, and he gets out there. And before I even have a chance to grab him, I mean, he's flopping around like a fish out of water. He's impressive. He got some air. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They very much look like they don't know what is happening they in their life don't. at that it, moment. It's I crazy. Mean, it was total chaos. I wound up just, I'm like, look, I don't have time for your crap today. I'm on my lunch break. I just, I grabbed it and it's flailing around. And of course, at this point, it's starting to musk and there's musk and it's mm -hmm. trying Smells to bite so good. me. And this lady <laughs> is sitting on the other side of her garage like, I don't understand what I'm watching right now. <laughs> I had to go, well, you were out of town thinking I had to go remove a snake from someone in your neighborhood. Oh, yeah. And it was a really nice house. A really nice house. Remember we went? Oh, yeah. And then the new neighbor, like the yeah. new side of the neighborhood. But like, you, you went on the back porch and there it is sitting up against the window. And then there's toads all over the place. I'm like, well, yeah. here's why your snakes are here. Like, there was, like, it was literally, like from me to you, there was a toad and it was just staring at it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. You, this, is, this is your problem. I read a comment from somebody that wound up deleting their comment bless their heart <laughs> they thought that having a lot of toads in their backyard meant that there weren't any snakes and i'm like oh honey i'm like your, back <laughs> your, your backyard is the bellagio hotel for snakes <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh how many of you had people go i'm gonna put cotton balls in my yard I mothballs have... even. That's what I meant. Mothballs, cotton balls, mothballs. I'm like cotton they balls. Cotton balls definitely won't do They anything. work about the same. <laughs> I mean, mothballs don't do shit. They'll do the same. Um, At least cotton balls won't wash away. I've had a lot of people ask me about repellents, and, and you I, laugh. I tell them if they still have their receipt to take it back to the store because they wasted their money. Um, yeah, I, people look very disappointed when I tell them that repellents are, are a waste of, of money and it's illegal to use mothballs anyway, outside of how you're instructed to on the container. Um, but yeah, I, I do get a lot of questions about that. And, uh, I always tell folks just to move into the city if you don't like snakes right? <laughs> and then you may not see them. We had a lady, she doesn't live in the neighborhood anymore, but this is like for when Meridiana like first broke ground 
Um, she was mad about all the birds, and she wanted to know how to. Keep, she wanted to know how to keep the birds I mean, away from her. I'm hundred percent fine with that, just because I don't like birds. Tough but, shit. Yeah. yeah I she, mean, she wanted. Yeah, she wanted to know how to minimize the birds. Yeah, I don't. I just. That's fabulous. Yeah. Fucking people. Yep. <sighs> Anyways, Darren so Watson was, in the chat said that his fa- his grandfather used to put limestone down because he said it would get rid of snakes. When in reality, stuff like that probably gets rid of whatever the snakes are eating on No, it does nothing. It just makes people feel better. It's a placebo effect. Oh, well, I was trying. They put something out. They don't see a snake because snakes are secluded most of the time. And they think it worked. Well, they tell you to get rid of the food source. And if you can get rid of the food source. Yeah, that means you get rid of clutter in places that rats would normally hide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tie your trash up, put it in your trash can. Or in the case of people that are living in your neighborhood that live on ponds, tough shit. Yeah, That's... yeah every, most of the calls that I get are people that live on the backs, uh, like right up against the ponds. And I'm like, I've got bad news for you. Uh, you you moved... picked like the worst lot in the neighborhood. There's, there's <laughs> a giant pool of snake food down there. I don't know what you're wanting. Yeah, for real. So, I mean, there's things that like, um, you know, because I mean, most snakes, they're going to kind of crawl along the bottom of the fence. So I'm like, there's things you can do to discourage them from coming in your yard. But if it wants to get in, it's going to get yeah. in. So. <laughs> well, right now is nice because no one's calling. So you can relax. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's been quiet and it's going to be even quieter because it's about to be really to, fucking cold. It's really fucking cold. <laughs> yeah, the only people seeing snakes right now are this weird people like us that go out looking for them. Yeah. Yeah. Because like today would have been a great day to go flip. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tomorrow will not be. No. <laughs> well, they'll still be there. You just might kill them. It's true. Let me pull it out of this warm hole. Huh? froze to death. Yeah. All right. So let's go to our question for the week because you, you came up with this question, Megan. It said, uh, what's a mistake you've made as a keeper and how did you grow and learn from the experience? So we'll go through the answers. We've got lots of answers. And then uh, and then we'll discuss it ourselves because uh, there's about a million things I could probably bring up. So Emily Aminette said not to get wild caught animals that haven't been kept in captivity for at least some time. All freshly wild-caught reptiles that she's gotten have all fallen sick and or died. Uh, I mean, yes and no. I don't do wild-caught just because I don't feel like having to go through the process. I mean, because if you're going to get a wild-caught, I mean, you quarantine everything, but you're probably going to have to end up treating it for some sort of parasite, internal, external, something. I feel like that's wild-caught and imported. Same, well, not the same thing. Always, not the same but, thing. But uh, I do hear a lot of people say that wild-caught don't tend to have mites. They don't tend to find mites on the wild-caught stuff, more on the collection stuff. But you tend to get a lot more internal parasites. Yeah. Um, and it can be tricky because you can get wild-caught stuff, and they go through all the trouble getting here, and they're very stressed, and they don't eat for you. And then you go for a while trying to think it'll eat, and it gets weaker, and then you try to treat it with medicine. And that's a lot on its system. And So, well, yes, if, if, if you want the easier way, I always suggest going through a breeder on anything. I feel like if you treated it as soon as you got it, it would be better for the snake system. Depending on the situation, yeah. It's probably the strongest it's going to be. When you get it. Well, if you can get it in, let it settle. The problem is you don't want it to be stressed because the stress weakens the immune system also. And, the, and then the stress of going through a treatment like that can also cause more damage. So it's tricky. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you don't want to deal, I don't like dealing with wild caught stuff just because I don't have to deal with that. So I under, I get that. And it also depends on the importer a lot of times. There, there are good importers out there that get wild caught stuff that take care of it before they just throw it on a table and try and sell it. So. Exactly. That happens a lot, unfortunately. Uh, Victor said, I've learned that it's good to grow into your collection and not get everything you want up front. <laughs> That's 100% true. And tons of people fall into that one. I've done that. Yep. 
Me too. Uh, get a whole bunch of shit, and all of a sudden you realize I can't take care of it, and then stuff starts getting sick on you because you're not doing, giving the care it needs. You're not being able to pay attention to them. I totally get that. Also, Victor is on the uh, 15 minutes of lame. Really? This this, uh, this past episode for uh, for Chris, we're on Snakes and the Fat Man. Oh, okay. Uh, John Green said he panic here is the second anything comes in from that's wild cult to get rid of any uh, internal parasites. So, uh, Drew Schultz, it's got a long one here. All right, Drew over at the Learning Zoo said I was raising up a pair of hatchling redfoot tortoises, and one of them had a slight underbite. I was putting their food through food processor to make sure that she could eat it and keeping track of her weight. I added a third tortoise to the enclosure, slightly bigger, and it stopped chomping the. Uh, he stopped chopping the food up. So finally thinking they could all eat normally at this point. He said, the animal with the underbite ended up wasting away, and if he had kept taking regular weights, he would have seen it and been able to separate her out. Should also have had uh, been more mindful about the competition between the tortoises versus the two and made sure that there was a second food dish for the weaker animal. Um, and it sucks. Those things Those things happen. Like that, that shit happens to people all the time. People that take good care of animals, early on that stuff happens. Sometimes things happen later on, and you learn from them. But that does suck. Uh, John Feely said, I wanted a very diverse collection and was keeping about 12 different species in the same room, all treating them the same, and then learned that it can cause major health problems and fought to get them eating even uh, or even moving around sometimes. Finally, he found people that worked with those species and he decided to start with things I knew I could keep in the same variants. The other species I love, I go to friends and other keepers to work with so I can still get the interaction. Yeah, that's another thing is I think People don't think their collection. I know I've got a, a variety of stuff in my room, but it's mostly boas of any sort, and they're very, very plain, easy to take care of. But there are some that have certain requirements, and you definitely cannot keep them with other things. See, there's Victor. He said, "Go check it out. Definitely go check out Snakes and the Fat Man. Check out Victor on his 15 minutes of lame. <clears throat> I couldn't think of a lamer person. Way to go, Victor. Good job. I would definitely listen to it, <laughs> unless it's super lame. <laughs> I'm looking for." Because every time on the like the call, Victor's always at work, and he's just like a frozen statue on the camera whenever we have those Zoom calls. So now I get to hear what he actually sounds like. <laughs> uh, Brandon said, I've made the mistake of buying an animal at a show for a steal of a price just to have it die a week later. Now I do my best to get to know the breeder or of any animal I get before I get the animal. Again, a good breeder is always, I'm always going to say it's the best way to go. Now, with that said, if you're going for something that is a little more rare, that's not always the option. So, the, just got to be careful. Our buddy Sean Grant said that... Uh, oh, I read this one. This, this one sucked. So, he used supposedly a non-toxic live succulent in his first pair of Aki's enclosures and found them both dead about a week after adding the plants. The only thing he could figure was the plants caused some sort of poisoning. He did a test with different types of plants by adding crickets and bugs, and all the bugs added to my tubs of those succulents were dead within a day. So it's not always about your reptile eating the plant, but the feeders can pass on the toxicity as well. I immediately posted about my experience in the big in the bio groups that touted those plants as harmless. So uh, let me see. He wrote what high plant was. I'll, I'll tell everybody. So the plant was a Crisula ovata golem, golem, whatever that is. So sounds poisonous. Yep. Don't put it with your animals. Don't do it. Uh, Paul said temps were dropping in our reptile room, so we added a heater, but it has directed heat and we placed it too close to the snake rack. He cooked the mail on the bottom and we were mostly worried about keeping warm since it was the coldest tub. Hard lesson learned. Oof. That's rough. That is rough. That's why if you're going to put a heater in your snake room, I always suggest an oil filled 
radiator style heater mm-hmm. heat the area uh, and and if you're trying to get to move that heat then buy you some sort of small fan that will just circulate that air through the room not pointed directly at your animals i always keep i have an oil filter here right there to keep my in the corner to keep my uh isopods warm in the closet uh ryan Goslow said when i first got started keeping reptiles i cohabbed my beer dragons which i'll admit was a bad idea and down to uh and down to the information at the time, and I should have done more research on the matter before I got them. I did eventually separate them once I found out that it wasn't a good idea to keep them together. It's not something I want to attempt again unless I was keeping or working on a special, on a social species of reptile. Like, uh, I think a little spiky tellers I just said earlier. That Sean talked about. What the fuck? No one's helping me out here? No. God damn it. Little lizards. Pa'akis. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. <laughs> Ackies are a social lizard. You could do something like that with Ackies. Uh, are you having a stroke? Because you've uh, said like the wrong last name like five different times tonight. Like you said who? Sean Grant a minute ago. Did I really? Earlier you said something else and I was like. <laughs> Did I, say, I could be. I could be. It's like five times. Anybody, anybody else smell that toast? Stop it. It's Sibyakovich. It's throwing them off. Some, yeah. some There's a fourth bitch. person in the room. He's, <laughs> he's under a lot. I'm shifted over it a little bit. <laughs> Everything's thrown off Didn't turn the heat off in time so I'm burning myself. John Grant, fuck off. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, I like this one. Uh, Warren Booth, Dr. Warren Booth said, I accepted a trade for some ball pythons, then added about 50 more. How did I learn? I shortly after sold all the ball pythons. Close call. I love him. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Max X, this, this was a rough one. Not having a backup gas heat or a generator, backup gas heat or a generator, it's been worth it to buy one. Hold on. It'd be worth it to buy one less animal to purchase a proper infrastructure to protect your collection. I remember last year during all the storm, like the ice, he had ice in his house. Oh, yeah. In his bathtub. In his in bathtub, his yeah. Like oh it gosh. froze over. Like his bathtub of water. He lives in Abilene? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Up <clears throat> further north, they got hit really hard. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, thankfully down here, I mean, yeah, we got some ice, but it had melted by like the second day. It was just really fucking cold and we had no power for four days so. yes that that sucked for y'all generator was already on our list of things to get anyway because we live in hurricane country See, now that um, was our problem last year is we got hit by two hurricanes so y'all y'all didn't have power for the ice we didn't have power for about a week and a half because of hurricanes we were two weeks with laura no oh. it was a it was a solid two weeks okay so i've tried to block it out apparently it was longer than i thought yeah uh is this the name of the person y'all were trying to say earlier and i couldn't pronounce that you were asking her how to pronounce it Ilaniana. Yep. Yes, that's it. That sounds good. <clears throat> having gone, th- <laughs> having gone through safety measures to keep things safe and still have something go wrong and have an animal killed, it happens. Unfortunately, you may have one single animal for its entire life with no other animals and have no issues. The more animals kept, the more the chance goes up. Uh, just sucks, but yeah. Well, like just last week on Thursday, my wife calls me while I'm at the shop and says, "So I just walked in the snake room and smelled a really bad smell." And started looking around and found our Het Sunset adult male dead. Mm. He just was going to start breeding this year. That sucked. Yeah, one of the more expensive snakes in our collection. Should have learned from Dr. Booth's uh, (gasps) lesson. Yeah. Just not give all pythons. And uh, no clue. He has been healthy and fine and just, just dead. That that happened. Like I said, my boa that passed away. It mm-hmm. went from fine to having a swollen mass and to dying. Like 
talked about like a span of four days. Mm-hmm. I had a crusted gecko that that happened to who's doing fine until so, all of a sudden he wasn't. Happens to people too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as far as let's see, so again, the original question was, uh, what mistake have you made as a keeper, and how did you grow? Uh, I, I go with the one where got too much shit in the beginning and just got overwhelmed. I was definitely there. Uh, and then also getting lackadaisical and taking care of stuff. Uh, if you get such a, especially if you get such a big collection, it's very easy to go, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I and hear then, that one a lot from people. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's even harder now since we've moved here for me mm-hmm. because the snake room is upstairs and I don't have a reason to come upstairs other than the snake room. Yeah. And so it's a little tricky. I have to make sure I go up there and take care of it. Whereas our old house, it was downstairs. It was right off the kitchen. I mm-hmm. popped in and out. Plus, I had a TV in there. My chair, my chair. I'd sit in there and watch TV. So I was in there all the time. Yeah. So it's a little harder. But you've got to make sure. That's why I would say if every time you walk into a snake room or if you walk, if you don't have a snake room, if you just have a couple of snakes or a couple of reptiles, every time you go do, go do something. Uh, change water, spot clean, do something so it doesn't build up. I tell people, I mean, especially if you have a lot to set yourself a schedule for when you're going to do certain things, because it really does make it easier or like, you know, use an app. Like I, I use, um, reptile buddy to keep track of feeding everyone. Yeah. Because, I mean, I have a small collection compared to a lot of other people, but I mean, eight snakes, eight snakes is still quite a few yeah. animals to have to remember when to feed. And some of them are babies <clears> and some of them are adults. So everyone's on a different schedule. Um, so yeah, I started using the app and it's, it's awesome. So yeah, schedule, schedule everything. Yeah. It's, it gets, like I said, it gets tricky. Uh, the more animals you get, the more you're, it was really bad when I was a zookeeper. Cause I'd come home and I'm like, I'm not going to fucking, I don't want to fucking clean cages after cleaning cages all day. Yeah, and so I was like, yeah, I'll do it later. I got, but it's much better now. Now that everything's nice and super clean, now I fucking get mites. So. Oh, that blows. Yeah, I'm. I'm working on not having them. I'm, I'd say I'm close, but I don't want to say I'm close and then like. That's like my. How's that nice sweet motley doing, James? Oh, John Grant. Yeah, no, we didn't talk about what you got this weekend. Was I, it an asshole? Yeah, I tried to bite John Grant. Did it? Yeah, that's, that's why. why I let him that's why I let him get it up. <laughs> he told me oh. before we ever got there. He's like, "I'm not taking him out of the box. John Grant's going to do that for me." Yep, he told <laughs> me to. Yeah, he John. said that way. If anybody gets bitten, it'll be John. Yeah, because John doesn't care. John doesn't, John doesn't care. care. <laughs> John, fucking like, tiger. Uh, just it's just a tiger, just a little tiger bite. You, that's, yeah, that's kind of how I've gotten not pretty me. much with. I I've been bitten so many times. I just... I don't do bites. It doesn't bother me. It, nothing but venomous. I'm <clears throat> not an idiot. Right. But <laughs> no, we'll talk about an idiot in a little bit. I actually had somebody ask me when I went to go get a cotton mouth. They were like, are you just going to pick it up? And I'm like, yeah, yep. with my bare hands. Yeah. Let's with my mouth. Like oh a my wild God. animal. I need to get Dr. Green's number on speed dial if I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we had him on not that long ago. Yeah. Um, I watched that podcast. It was a good one. That was a good I'll, one. I'll, I'll, we'll talk about him a little bit too. But uh, so yeah, I got two boas this weekend. I got a, an adult female snow boa. You are so welcome. Thank you. <laughs> and I got an adult female motley hit call albino boa that John Grant just loves. She was super tame. <clears throat> she only tried to kill him every second she was out of the bag. <laughs> so that was great. How was she when you got her home? So jealous. Uh, I don't know. I hooked her and put her straight into the cage. <laughs> so, but every time I walk into the room, she comes straight to the glass. Which one? The big old motley. The one on the bottom? Yeah. She didn't do that with me. Mm. <laughs> She's very active when I walk in there. She don't like you. 
but I've got a rat in the other room that I'm going to feed her later, so she may be a little better after that. Oh, there you go. I yeah, really, they are hungry. I really love bull snakes. <laughs> John and Grant said he handled her like a pro. She didn't get bit. That is true. <clears throat> I don't know who... Somebody said Megan. I'm about to I don't know out. who Facebook user is. Old oh, Facebook um, user. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I love bull snakes. And of course, bull snakes have a little bit of a reputation. They're dicks. My, my, <laughs> mine is wonderful. Dexter is amazing. He's so chill. Um, but a friend of mine, she recently got three juvenile bull snakes uh, before the holidays. And two of them, she pulls out of the bag right away. They're awesome. The last one, female. She takes a video and this thing is in the bag and it's, she's hissing and striking. I mean, she's, she's like Satan's mistress. <laughs> That's like, she, I love she it. is evil. I, I've, I think I've told the story on here before. I know I have, but uh, when I worked at the zoo, we had someone bring in a snake in a pillowcase and I opened the pillowcase. I mean, I'm like, I'm in my, my, the director of the zoo, I'm in his office, like right next to him. There's several of us in there and we're going to open it and look at it. And it's dark in the pillowcase, but I can kind of see the pattern. And I live in central Louisiana, and it looks like a Louisiana pine snake. It's a full-grown, like, six-and-a-half-foot snake. It's like, cool. So I reach in. I pull it out. And as soon as I get it into the light, I go, oh, shit. That's not a pine snake. It was like a six-and-a-half-foot bull snake that someone found in their yard. <laughs> and as soon as it hit the light, it fucking went off. <laughs> and my, my director never looked up for me. And I'm like... As close as I am to Robert, like right here. He never looked at us from his computer and goes, if you let that thing bite me, you're fired. <laughs> so, <laughs> this thing's hissing and striking. I get it back in the pillowcase and I realize it's a bull snake. Come to find out, a buddy of mine uh, had a very, very angry bull snake at one point, lived, lived in that area. And he sold or gave it to somebody else in that area. And I'm like, I bet it's the same fucking bull snake. Someone got it, realized this seven, almost, almost seven foot snake is not nice. Let's just let it go. And the amazing part is these, these people caught it in their yard. This thing had to have been fucking pissed off when they picked it up. They got it into a pillow. I'll never be shocked at what shows up when you work at a zoo. Oh, never. God, no. Because I know it's going to be something. I had someone come in with a giant, you know, those giant blue uh, drums. Uh, I remember that. Oh, my gosh. And with the screen, it just put some screen on the top of it. There's a cane break inside there. Like, yeah, here. I'm like. You know, those stuff. big plastic just drums that you like. Yeah. He's like, he found a cane break, put it in there, brought it to us in a giant drum. Like, like he just had it in his yard and he was like, I just grabbed it and put the snake in it. It was why? the weirdest shit. But why? It happens at pet stores too. <laughs> I, yeah. They they just get weird shit dropped off on their front porch. Mm -hmm. You know, Rainforest yes. Pets had a about a 14, 15 foot retake dropped one night and in a, in a cardboard box with one little piece of tape. <gasps> and, uh, but it was cold. So it didn't oh, move. Well. well, they put it inside. I don't know if I may have told this story on here before. They put it in the store. They are not set up for a big snake like that. So they I haven't heard the story. So. They had it in like a zoom ed. Yeah, it's a small space in there. Yeah. Um, just because she had someone that was going to come get it the next day. So Kristen gets there the next morning. So she opened the door and every ceiling tile is on the floor. And things are knocked shit. over. And she's like, shit, that snake got out. And then she realized <laughs> they had like a little pin with guinea pigs in it. <gasps> and there's no guinea pigs. No. There were seven of them before the start with. Oh no guinea my pigs. God. So they start looking. They can't. It's an albino, big oh yellow God. snake. Oh, God. So they look everywhere for it. And uh, about an hour later, it's them, a donut shop, and a barber shop or salon. People from the salon come beating on the window. God, there's a snake down here. <laughs> it's coming through their ceiling tile. 
Yeah. And so we made really it all the way across. No, that's how they found out there was no firewall in that building. Um, awesome. Yeah, they had to go down and, and then she, by then it's pissed off. It's wrapped up in all the wires that hold the drop ceiling, so they're having to like oh. fight it out of there. Oh, nice. God. That's her her dad, uh, Kristen's dad, the guy who actually owns it. He was like, "Imagine being that last guinea pig." <laughs> you had to watch all the other ones die. <laughs> that's so horrible. I shouldn't be laughing. Oh, it's fucking horrible. I can just imagine the squealing that's going on in there as all those other guinea pigs are watching their friends get eaten. Awful. I'm just Uh, really glad. This is why we feed frozen thawed people. (laughs) Wait, we feed frozen thawed people? (laughs) Fuck. There was a comma there. So John Grant said he had someone bring uh, a person bring a quick trip cup, which I guess is like a gas station cup. Yeah. Uh, and a pygmy rattlesnake in it and said, what kind of snake is this? The person got bitten. She's at the hospital and feels sick. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> oh. oh. Dang. That is horrible. Well, that's like uh, one of my coworkers who used to make fun of people bringing in stupid shit like the snake and a drum. She brought in on her off day. A coral snake and a little Dasani water bottle. I'm like, how the fuck did you get it in there? And you're the person we make fun of. Like, you know better than to do that. I mean, I, no, no, no. I just laid the water bottle down and it just went it's in just, on its own. It knew to go in. Whatever. Oh. God. Randy said uh, it's his first time watching us live. He just started listening to the week. This Randy week. with an I is a girl, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. You said he. Did I? It's 2022. Well, they, they, them, them, they, them pronoun. I'm not. I'm fixing to take my shoe them, off. Them, they, you. them, they pronouns. Uh, so they, them, they, uh, said currently on podcast 11. Uh, Randy, I'd like to say it gets better, but uh, it gets a different. Lot to catch up on. <laughs> it gets different. He goes through multiple. She's uh, still on Carly. That's what she's doing. You You're through still on the first host, <laughs> co host. So that's, you, you got a ways to go. But thanks for listening. It just gets crazier. <laughs> uh, Anyways, so I'm surprised uh, your dad hasn't logged in yet. I talked to him on the phone the other day, and he was like, "Yeah, I try to log in when y'all are on, just so I can talk to shit, just so I can talk shit to him while he's on there." That's why I ignore most of what he says. <laughs> Randy, See, Randy right. is a girl. Bam. You don't could be a girl now. Randy may not have been a girl yesterday. <laughs> it's 2022. Oh my god, <sighs> Did I say this was not a politically correct show? This is not a politically correct show. Oh uh, anyways, uh, uh, so one thing I wanted to bring up because it goes in our, uh, it was posted in our Facebook member, like our Facebook discussion group, and it was another podcast called the Big Reptile Talk Podcast. And I don't know the host name. I, I, he's got more followers on YouTube than us. I saw that, so that's great. Okay, everybody, take a moment and just breathe. Oh, I'm good. In through your nose. You seem to be upset when we mouth. yell about people, but this guy deserves Because it. when we started this podcast 101 episodes ago, you said you were never going to come on and bash people. Yes. This kid deserves <laughs> it. So, anyways. So, on the podcast, they had Chris Gifford. For those of you that don't know that name, that's the dipshit in North Carolina who, one, got bit by the green mamba, and then... Had the spitting cobra get loose and didn't tell anybody until someone accidentally found it in their garage. That's that dipshit. So I listened to this part. And it's apparently his first like interview since it all happened. Um, I can tell you right now, it did not change my mind one fucking bit about this fucktard. So listening to it, this is what happened. For those that don't know, he had a spitting cobra. It was in a small plastic tub with a latching lid. The latching lid apparently was messed up. He didn't know it. It got out. What state? North Carolina. Okay. It got out. 
They searched, according to him, he and his dad searched for about 12 hours in that room, eventually taking everything out of that room, and they found one small hole in the wall, and they assumed it got out that way. And then they assumed it was stuck in the wall, but they could not find it, never found it. Uh, this was going into winter. That night, it was going to be like 30-something degrees. In his mind, it would end up dying. Now, the law there is that if you have a venomous snake get out, you must report it. This dipshit, again, he's a fucktard, told his parents, who said, we need to report this. He told his parents no, because he freaked out and kept them from reporting it, and he didn't report it. His, he was hoping nature would kill this cobra over the next several months of winter. Well, it didn't. Nature did not kill this cobra over the next several months of winter, and someone found it in the neighborhood in their garage. And then all of the snakes got taken away. He got hit with a lot of uh, fines. They got they got him with I think one charge. They tried to get him with a bunch of charges, which I'm sure many of them were ridiculous. But they tried to get him with a bunch. They got him with one. They took all of his venomous snakes away. According to the podcast, he's he's going to be allowed to have venomous snakes again in six months, which I think is still fucking ridiculous. He should never get them back. And I'm all for people learning from their mistakes and being given a second chance. That's fine. Keep a fucking corn snake. You don't get to keep a cobra. My, my problem is, and, and listening to this podcast, at one point the host of the podcast goes, you know what? And, he, and he, he's trying to be buddy-buddy with him. He talks, he says, you know, shit happens, and I get it. Shit, shit does happen. But my problem is not the snake got out. And I don't think the general public, well, the general public, fuck them. The reptile hobby is not upset the snake got out. We know that kind of stuff happens. Sure. The problem is he didn't follow the proper laws and report this shit. And then now, because of that, there are so many laws they're trying to put on the books in that state just because of one person that everyone else who's also doing it correctly is going to get punished by. And so just listening to this thing, I'm like, I don't feel bad for him. There's no way I feel bad for him. He's not the victim. And listening to this podcast is trying to like, now, he did get hit with a lot of people online saying really, really bad things to him, such as like, he should kill himself. He should die. Though that I'm, that, that's too much. That's too much. But you can fucking hate him. Feel free to hate him. I mean, don't wish horrible things upon him, but you can fucking hate him. Like a lot of people do you, I'm sure. I'm cool with that. <laughs> but the 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 host of this podcast goes, man, I've had, you know, I had a corn snake get out. So I know it's like, fuck that. A corn snake is not a spitting cobra. Not even remotely the same. A corn snake isn't going to put someone in the hospital. I've had a Sambo get out, but the state law wasn't, hey, if your Sambo gets out, let us know it's out. Well, my problem is, is it shows that his integrity is lacking. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, because he decided to put his keeping ahead of the safety of his neighbors and his family. Not even his keep, just his ass in general. He did not Correct. want to get in trouble. Correct. Don't get, I get understand not want to get in trouble. He had already gotten but... a lot of attention when he got bit by the green mamba. Yeah, and we, I took up for him because I read his explanation on it and how he had protocols, but he didn't. He had made some mistakes and he recognized those. See, that was my other problem listening to him. If you get into venomous snakes, there's a certain level of uh, responsibility that falls on you to be prepared for getting into venomous snakes. It's not the same as someone going to buy a ball python from PetSmart and all of a sudden this is your first snake. There's an amount of research that needs to be done and things that need to be set up in place. He did not, he even says himself, he only really became part of the community a year, year and a half ago. Uh, he, He got online and started realizing, you can't tell me in 2020. 2021 that you just found online and that you just found that there's a venomous community it's too easy to find that shit all day long on facebook oh yeah i mean our our kids 
I mean, I've, we have a 10 year old. Robert has an 11 year old. They're both very savvy when it comes to finding things on the internet. So listening to him, he didn't have, uh, have it set up with anyone to contact if he got bit. So he didn't have like Spencer green on Dr. Spencer green on call for anything like his number or any of that shit. Uh, or any of that. So like that right there shows me a lack of preparation, which is very necessary. Not only because it's not like he owned a copperhead. The dude owned a shit ton of really deadly stuff, super deadly, non-native stuff. And just nothing in that podcast changed my mind on him. It made me only realize more that he's a dipshit and should not be allowed in six months to get venomous snakes. And again, I fully understand because even the the host, you know, our our uh, hobby needs you know more love and forgiveness. Yeah, but not here. Well, I feel like you can get love and forgiveness if you have, like, if he had done all the right steps, yeah. if he had done everything he needed to do, then I feel like more people would be backing. Well, and it's just to sit. It pisses me off to sit there and watch it and make it seem like. He's the, he, you know, he says all the things like, I'm sorry. I know I messed up. I did the, well, yeah, you know, you did. You, the judge told you you did, but the law told you, you did. Had, the entire hobby has. Had that snake not been found, would he have ever told anybody? No one. Snake? Nobody. Nope. And he would have just been free to keep doing other dumb shit. Yeah. I just, again, I understand shit happens, but those are the situations where shit can't happen that affects other people. Cause it ends up in a garage and some kid goes out there to grab their bike and gets a spitting cobra spitting in their face the fuck oh he's he's lucky that somebody wasn't bitten you know yeah i mean honestly it was a fucking miracle and to sit there and go no one i just hurt. hope it died froze to death that was all i was aiming for that it froze to death like i don't know so i, I watched that and i was i because joe challenger posted and he said in our in our group and he said his thought on the guy 100 percent changed mine 100 percent didn't change he still broke the law and because of it is going to fuck over a lot of people in his own state. And not even his own state. They will use that as precedence in every other state that wants to pass a law. Well, 100%. Because even, even uh, I think he said in the interview that one of the local uh, government officials ever said, uh, he wants someone to tell them, why do you need to be able to own these snakes in a, in a public area, in a city where you're around other people? And it's hard. This kid can't go tell him why. He can't be the answer. He can't go, well, this is why. Because... He's already made poor decisions. Well, yeah. I think what he realizes either is that this doesn't just affect the people who keep venomous reptiles. This affects everyone who owns reptiles, regardless of their venomous or oh, not. Yeah. Because It'll become a ball python the, issue, a corn snake issue. The person who, you know, I, I mean, you see what we deal with just for, you know, the education that that we wind up doing just in this community, the attitudes that people have towards reptiles, especially snakes in general, they don't give a shit if it's venomous or not. No. Well, because most of them don't think we should own any of them. Yeah. Because they don't want to own them. Mm -hmm. You know, but if you were to infringe on something they like and say they shouldn't own it, they can't like make they that correlation. Own cats. Yep. I'm afraid of it. Therefore, it should not exist. Right. Like if I said, if I find your cat outside, I'm going to bash it in the head with a shovel. Mm -hmm. Well, I've made that statements. Never fly. I've made statements yeah. online about how I think all outside cats should be shot. Mm -hmm. But at no point am I like, should all outside cats. You said euthanized. Euthanized. I was there. But they, I, at no point was like tortured, right? But at least I have scientific backing on why they shouldn't be roaming around just being mass murderers of native wildlife. So, but I'm okay if you want to own a cat in your house. That doesn't affect me. That doesn't affect nature. 
uh, Darren, yeah, Falconry takes a five-year apprenticeship. Falconry, that whole process is insane. That's need, because every single falcon, every single raptor is federally protected. We need to have have a Hayden, Hayden on at some point yeah. and talk about that. Because that's that whole process of, one, having to have an apprenticeship. Then, just think if any other hobby was like falconry, you have to go catch your first one of whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Imagine if that was the rule. That's because that's the rule for falconry. If you want to own a whatever, you got to go catch the first one. Have you listened to the episode that she did with a uh, modern Medusa podcast Nuh-uh. on Spotify? You should listen to it. It's really interesting. That whole pr- it's, just imagine like the big cat owners. Yeah. All right. If you want to own your first tiger, you got to go catch your first tiger. <laughs> we are more than likely going to be going hunting with Hayden either next week or the week after. I'm cool. so jealous. She's so cool. Yeah. I'm like yeah. man, you're such a badass. Yeah, that's how I knew you were at the show and you didn't come say hi to us. That's cool. <laughs> she was. Uh... Oh my god. <laughs> She was one of the first yeah. people that I met in the Houston reptile scene. And uh she same for me. I I her and well her and actually Eliniana were like the first people that I connected with um in the area. Anyone else was was online cuz yeah. I don't go anywhere. <laughs> I stay in my house. <laughs> I took Hayden some venison at a at a show to a Stafford show and we were instantly friends. And, um, uh, if you bring me some venison, we will instantly be friends. Wait, we already are, already friends. Friendship, no, friendship's on hold. Until venison. <laughs> <laughs> friendship's have, on hold until French, like or venison for a visit at I the next expo. at least one and a half deer in the freezer that I haven't even cut up from last year. And I'm going to go get three more this weekend. I haven't had venison in years. Like, since I was a kid, I haven't had venison. I, I've only had it once when I was a kid. An hour and a half for me since I had some. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. There should be some apprenticeship. Yeah. And I also agree with Travis up there that this kid should never be allowed to own venomous. I'm not, well, I'm I'm not I'm, one for government, for more government. But there are some things in our hobby that need to be. Yeah. Somebody's oh, got to oversee. I, I'm, I'm, I don't think things should be illegal to own. I think there should be a legal path to get to it that also doesn't cost a fucking arm and a leg. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm not, I've talked about it on this show before. The fact that I have to have a fucking hunting license and a certain stamp to be able to remove a snake from the road is fucking ridiculous. That's over, that's just too much oversight. That, that go away. Well, technically, you're not supposed to remove them from the road, period. Which is ridiculous. That shows no care for actual wildlife and only care for money. Absolutely. So. Welcome to Texas Parks yeah. and Wildlife. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Pretty much. Gonzo wants you to bring him some venison also. Okay. <laughs> uh, I also listened to, I'm, I'm, I'm several episodes behind on Reptile Fight Club, but this one was really good on, I always fuck this word up, anthropomorphism. I got it right. It was on uh, the positives and negatives from anthropomorphism. For those that don't know, anthropomorphism is yes. uh, when you see people treating their animal as if it is hum- putting human emotions on their animal, saying, my animal feels like or thinks, you don't fucking know. I had this conversation with someone on Sunday. <laughs> but but listening to listening to this podcast, there were some positives that I pulled away from anthropomorphism. Uh, obviously, there are the negatives. There are the, the stop booping shit on the snoot. Stop putting hats on. You can put hats on stuff. That's just fucking annoying for me. I don't care. I mean, if I had a dollar for every time somebody tagged me or sends me a link to the picture thread of ball pythons wearing hats, mm-hmm. I could quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not have bought a ha- Christmas costume for my bearded dragon. Yeah. Anyways. It was on sale for a dollar. But the problem is, is when... <laughs> it's a third 
grade class pet. <laughs> See, so here's the difference, though. You're not putting those wings on there or your costume on there thinking this animal loves costumes. Oh, no. We are legit going to put it on, take a picture, and then that picture will hang up in our classroom. Because we can't even decorate her cage with window clings without her going fucking bananas. We can decorate every other animal in that classroom. We can decorate for every holiday. We put anything next to the bearded dragon tank that doesn't belong next to her tank. And she like turns into this spawn of Satan. It's awful. So on there, the one, the, the big positive I got from that was sometimes the anthropomorphism of reptiles allows people to get over their fear of reptiles. That's it true. also, as long as, their anthropomorphism is still allowing them to give the proper care to the animal. That helps too. Cause sometimes giving them that, having that connection, quote unquote, cause it's not really a connection. Uh, so someone's gonna take better care of that animal than maybe if they didn't have that connection. So that's great. I mean, I will say that I use that to an extent whenever I'm doing education, because most of the people that I'm talking to are afraid of snakes. Um, but I also emphasize that, this is still a wild animal and because it's a wild animal you still need to i mean you should treat any animal with respect but a wild animal especially not taming a snake like i've taken you know like i've trained my dog yeah and so you know i'll talk about how like you know i love i love i love cornflake and you know she's a sweetheart and you know she has her own personality but at the same time she's still a wild animal and even though she's never bitten me that doesn't mean that she won't ever bite me for some reason or you know have have a bad day yeah. You know, do, do wild animal things. Do you notice that when you have an animal that has been named, that they are more open to learning about that animal? The pe- oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, how can you be afraid of like Cornflake the corn snake or a rat snake named Penelope? I mean, Penelope is such a happy name. Like, yeah. Maybe we need to rethink some of our names. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I have people, I, I have people that one of my friends and neighbors, she makes jokes that um, I must be performing some kind of witchcraft because she's like, I don't understand how you make your snakes look so cute. And I'm like, that's because they are cute. They're freaking adorable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just curious because I, I know like at the zoo, they would always, whenever I did the education programs before I was a teacher at the zoo, they would, you know, they would ask me, they'd be like, that was always the first thing they wanted to know. What's its name? You know, because yeah. when it has a name, I think it, it makes people have that connection. Yeah. Um, you know, when we when we've done programs before, you know, we'll take things that don't have a name because they were bought strictly for education purposes or strictly for breeding purposes. Or I just don't name shit anymore. Or we just have gotten to the point in our collection where we don't name things. You know, and it it the kids when you they realize that it doesn't have a name, they no longer give a shit about what you're about to tell them. They want to name that animal. See, I named that's the important I name everything. thing. I got some isopods the other day. My my first set of isopods, and there's like three little tiny dubias that like made their way in there. And I'm like, I'm terrified of bugs. I'm terrified of them. So the fact that I have three dubia roaches that are living in my isopod. Please don't tell me you named the dubias. I named the dubias. Carl, Angela, and Judy. <laughs> the hey, M- the MBK. I have, I have let them live. They are living in my colony somewhere. Yeah, you're better than I am. I, I would have. See y'all later. <laughs> I would have. Uh, I'm terrified of them. <laughs> yeah, no. So because they're in there, that's just where they get to be. That's just where they get to be. <laughs> yeah, all right. So Darren asked and, if until you're until they in- get bigger, and then we may have to like 
until they look like roaches and then you're i have another friend who has a bearded dragon so we'll yeah, see we'll see how off. attached i become to carl angela and judy so Man. katie darren asks if your mbk has a name she does um her name so first of all she's mine so that's why she has a name because i name everything that i have i can tell you i don't know its name um so i actually because it was a mexican black king snake and i knew it was going to be a girl i actually went through mexican names it's racist. Um, because I wanted to find a name that I felt had a meaning that I associated with the snake. So she actually is named Mira, M-I-R-A. Mira. And she's named Mira because, um, it, and it's I haven't slept since then very often. So my That's not true. You've slept every night. Not well, but I have slept. That's not true. Um, great nights. You've been it, sick for a while. It has, just making up stuff now. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. It's like she most adored. You. Um, or something very similar, because I don't remember. So it's not on Excuse me. <laughs> Robert, do not. Do not encourage him. Our, our MBKs all have names, um, and I know them. That, uh, but yeah, so her name is Mira. So she's a name. See if you can guess the theme here. The like two the two that are currently quarantining in my closet are probably going to have a name before the week is over. They're not going to have a name. We have Morticia, <laughs> Gomez, Pugsley. <laughs> I, I, Wednesday. I can't I put my finger it. on what's that that reminds me of something yep. oh i just can't place it yep. the brady bunch I mean, oh that's it that's yeah. Yeah. the partridge family i think is what it was <laughs> the partridge family oh my uh, also some other things posted over on our on our podcast page on the discussion page new species of abronia lizard was discovered oh, i missed that those are really cool lizards abronia i like the bright green ones uh and someone shared that in our Texas Black Panther group saying, if they found this, there could be Black Panthers out there. <laughs> no. Did they hurt themselves making that leap? <sighs> yeah. Uh, there was a cool one about spitting cobras. It was an article about uh, the evolution of spitting cobras and how the the hole in their fangs versus normal cobras are much smaller and have a 90 degree turn so that when it comes down and shoots straight out and it's smaller so you can get more distance. And I forget which species it was. One of them like has a hundred percent accuracy That's uh, when spitting. Super badass. I terrifying. I mean, I'm never gonna handle one. But so speaking <laughs> of uh, dumbasses letting spitting cobras go, you just know that oh. they're dangerous. But they talked about the evolution and why they the, the original person uh, that came up with it, why they thought it was before like hoofstock having to deal with hoofstock walking by and trying to scare them off the same way like rattlesnakes have a rattle and all that. Uh, but it didn't make sense the evolution wise. It didn't make sense for that to have been why. Uh, time-wise they, they wouldn't have been in the same place and not all spitting cobras uh either in asia or africa have to deal with large hoofstock especially like if it's a giraffe obviously they're not going to hit the eyes of a giraffe so then they think it actually stems from evolution of primates monkeys uh, because timeline of spitting cobras and monkey evolution and ape evolution eventually human falls in line uh and front-facing eyes on primates would make sense for a snake that shoots straight for the eyes, whereas hoofstock has eyes on the either side of the head. You'd have to have the hoofstock looking at you for it to work, so it makes more sense. It was very interesting um, about that, so I'd go, go check that out if you're interested in that, but the evolution of the spitting cobra fangs, kind of cool. And then this, this video makes its way around. Nathan posted the video, and I'll always love it every time I see it, but it's the um, spider tail uh, snake, spider tail viper. Have you ever seen that one before? Where it's like yeah. the mm-hmm. so you can, see, you can go watch it. It looks like a spider crawling on a rock until you realize what you're actually looking at is a viper moving its tail. 
I think there's a video somewhere of a bird coming down on one to eating it and the and the snake hits the bird. But that's also a cool video. Google heard you. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you never said yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? Looks no. just like a spider. Uh oh, there's this one that also got posted. Uh the original posted, did you know stingrays give birth to live young? Yes, I did know that. Mm-hmm. I one hundred percent knew I that. I did know that. And it's a video of a stingray giving birth to a stingray. Crazy. I love stingrays. It's so bizarre watching that. Uh, there was also this cool video post Travis posted of a wild emerald tree boa, like just sitting over water yep. on a on a stick. I bet twenty people sent me that on Saturday. Really? Because I guess that's when it hit the internets, the and, old interwebs. Uh, yep. And uh, he sends me on stuff a- like that. They just send me ball pythons and hats. No offense to any of my friends, if you're listening, I still love you, but <laughs> send me we'll cool we'll stuff. Um. Oh, so Victor said the ring. I think it was the ring calls. So oh, ring calls are not uh, in the article. Ring calls are not true cobras. Neither are king cobras. I know king cobras are also not true cobras, mm-hmm. based on evolutionary and morphology. Well, and they're all. part of a different genus. Yes, they don't count as the the nausea, the true cobras, and then ring calls are in their own group as well. But they also have spitting cobras. I think there's like thirty something spitters. I think is what it said. Different species of spitters. Lots of cobras. See, this is what, like, when people ask me, like, why do I like snakes? This right here. This is fucking awesome because there's always something new oh, yeah. to learn about. There's so many species. I do ask people how much time they have, though, before I answer that question. <laughs> we could be here that, a while. That, that determines just how in-depth yeah. you go. So, how it. interested are you in knowing the answer? <laughs> the, the next thing was an article Katie actually wrote to me on the way to the show this past weekend. It was the top five worst pets. And I pretty much agreed. With all five. So I'll go through it real quick. Number five, parakeets. If you've never been bitten by a parakeet, it fucking hurts. <laughs> For a small bird, it is insane how strong their bite so is. So I don't, I don't like birds. I don't know if our friend listens to this or not. Um, I, well, I call her my friend. She may not consider me a friend, but I consider her Brittany my Patchett. friend. Brittany Patchett. Um, with Goliath Arachnids. I don't know how often she listens to the podcast. So our daughter was at the No Drama Llama table all all day sunday at the conroe show you were gonna say weekend weren't you i was gonna say weekend who was right next to goliath arachnids who had baby parallettes who are they are not the same as parakeets no they're parallettes um i actually like parallettes a lot more than most Uh-oh. birds no oh i, I will never you. i'm allergic i, I, that at, will never I looked at joe and i looked at it because she's like i really like this and, and I was like, I think she said something about mom. And I was like, I can tell you right now, Nuke. this is the one thing I can guarantee you, your mom and is not going to get you. I don't do birds. <laughs> I don't do birds. Um, the, yeah, that's one thing. This, evil. this article, birds the negatives of parakeets, they bite. I don't like things that And bite. they shit a lot. But yeah, our, our child was like, oh. And they're noisy. Parakeets are noisy. I'm like, mm. um, I'll own a finch before I own any other type of bird because finches are cool. I like finches. Okay. I can't. All right. What was number two? Um, your computer just like. My computer said, you don't get the scene. Oh, there we go. There it goes. Can you guess? Can you guess what the number one was? Oh, number one, I totally agree with. We're not there yet, though. <laughs> Tigers. No, well, close. Uh, <laughs> shit, it, my computer is not. This website is. Can you pull up on your phone, Katie? Yes, how we all. Number four. You suck. The goldfish. Horrible fucking pet, because most people don't keep them properly. Uh, they they are supposed to live for like twenty to thirty years. How many folks do you know? Even like I always hate the it's it's one of them carnival goldfish. They don't live that long. No, they're supposed to live like twenty or thirty years, and they produce just copious amounts of ammonia. They're a gross fish. That was number four on the list. Yeah, absolutely not. Okay, come on. Nope. You know what? <laughs> Did you just mute my microphone? Yeah. <gasps> you jerk. <laughs> You're such a 
such a jerk. I got unmute the power. Me. You're unmuted. People can hear you yelling now. <laughs> uh, but I got the phone. Here we go. No- <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Hamsters. They bite. Yep. Little fuckers bite. That's actually like I the first thing they have to. And they're... My first hamster, he was actually not terrible for the most part, but he did bite me, and I just remember bleeding for like. Was it a teddy bear hamster? Because those fuckers bite. Was a teddy bear hamster. Oh fuck! He was so cute. Only do it once. My niece, my niece got a hamster for Christmas, and she's been wanting one for almost a year now, and its name is Teensy. I did have one. It's adorable, but I'm I'm worried about the day. I think it was ninth grade. Ninth grade, I had one hamster. It was a little albino dwarf hamster. And it actually never did bite me. It was great. It was wonderful. But then my time working at PetSmart, I realized I fucking hate hamsters. Yeah. And I would never touch teddy bear hamsters because I'm not taking uh, – they'll take a chunk out. I played a game of whack fuck the other night with a uh, – <laughs> uh, It bit me. Whack fuck. fuck. <laughs> that was it. Dead. My second hamster hissed at me. I didn't even know they could do that. She did. She hissed at me. I was not sad when she died. Number two on the list. Green iguanas. Yep. Fucking horrible pets. I fought. And for the and for the person out there going, I've got a great green iguana. Way to fucking go. What about the other fifty? <laughs> yeah. I fostered a green iguana for a year and was it miserable all that entire year? You know, we had a mutual agreement that it hated with one you? another, a mutual understanding, yes, that she hated me and wanted me to choke and die on something. And wanted to hit you with her tail um, and claw you? You know, I never got tail whipped by Damn. her. I, I never did. I Honestly, I'm surprised. I don't even have to scroll down. Um, but by the time I was done fostering her, I mean, I already knew that they were terrible pets anyway, but... My my motto is friends don't let friends bring home green iguanas. <laughs> well, they're raining out. <laughs> they rain out of the trees. We're gonna put and- that on a shirt. Well, the best part is that um, I was asked if I could foster one, and I'd never worked with green iguanas before. I knew I had knowledge about them, but I'd never actually had experience with one before. So I agreed to take this iguana, which it wasn't. It was a juvenile. She was probably about two and a half feet. Um. And so after I agreed, I went onto YouTube and I watched Clint's reptile video about green iguanas, where he says multiple times, do not bring home a green iguana. And I'm sitting there going, oh, shit. Well, your friend Travis said you spent the entire year telling people never to get an iguana. I did. Yes. <laughs> he saw many of those posts. Oh, shit. Right now in Florida, they're raining out of the trees when it gets cold. Yep. Yeah. Don't don't get an iguana. That's no. Go get you like a like a spiny tail iguana or they're something. Not, they're not nice. <laughs> Don't get a green iguana. <laughs> and number one on the list of worst pets, and I 100% agree, and I know that Megan's not going to, cats. Or will she? I have three. Can confirm. They're the fucking worst. They don't fuck. <laughs> Here, here's the problem with cats. They don't fucking need you, and they know it. My cats are dicks. <laughs> 100% they know they don't need you. I mean, my cats are really sweet. Like, they're loving. They like to cuddle and everything. But because of my cats, I cannot have nice things. <laughs> I, my cats are assholes. I have, my middle child will like stare at you. He'll look you in the eye and do exactly what he knows he's not supposed to do. I have watched him make eye contact and push a bottle of water off the counter. Ours will come downstairs, <laughs> lay in the middle of the floor where she knows the dogs are going to come around the corner real fast and then get indignant because the dogs are in the same house as her and attack the dogs. She played me like a fucking fiddle that weekend I watched the house for y'all. Oh yeah. So I so the stairs all of her stuff is upstairs mm-hmm. for the listeners. So all of the cat stuff is upstairs and I'm very allergic to cats. 
So I don't, you know, Rachel was like, don't worry, you don't have to do anything with her. She has everything she needs upstairs. You probably won't even see her. Well, I walk in the house and I see her at the top of the stairs. And I'm like, all right, cool. You're going to hang out up there. There's a gate at the bottom of the stairs, like a little dog, a child gate. dog gate. Child gate. Yeah. So, yeah, we just use them for dogs. It's for the dogs. Um, yeah. But all the ones in our house are for the dogs. So yeah, I if go, I could keep my child out of the room, it would be great. The, <laughs> I let River out. She takes care of her business. We play for a little bit. I put her up. Turn around. There's the cat sitting in the kitchen staring at me. And I'm like, oh. Oh, you wanted to say hello. It freaked me out because your cat's fucking huge. Yeah, she's a main queen. She's <laughs> fucking gigantic. Huge. And it's all too. fur. So she's like three times oh, yeah. bigger than what you think. So I'm like, okay, cool. Well, you got down. You can obviously get back up. So I didn't think anything of her. Whatever. The next morning I go back to let the dog out. The cat is still downstairs. Follows me to River, <laughs> meowing at me the whole time. And so when I I put the dog out, I turned around and the cat's like trying to get me to follow it. So I follow it and it sits at the at the gate and it's like, rawr, rawr, rawr. and I'm like, okay. How is, how, wait, how is it? So doing? I open the gate and she bolts upstairs. I'm like, oh my god, this cat has been starving all night. It it had no, it it hasn't been able to go to the bathroom. Rachel's like, she jumps that gate all the time. She like fits in the side. She totally played you. I'm like, yep. fucking cat. Oh, my she God. just wanted to get you to come upstairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah I did not side. follow her. She likes to get me up in the morning to make me think she doesn't have any food. <laughs> and just so that I will oh, come yeah. stand next to her while she eats. Oh. <laughs> well, she wants Again, number me. one on the list of animals not to own, a fucking cat. <laughs> but I felt so bad. Like, I texted Rachel. I'm like, I think your cat just starved all night. She's like, nope, she played you. She can totally get through that gate. <laughs> I've got 200 pounds of dog in my house, and they're afraid of the cat. I believe it. 100%. <laughs> like, you, they haven't 100%. figured out that they could just eat the cats if yeah. they wanted to. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> One hundred percent. James Brigoli. I see. It's James Brigoli. Uh, next, our buddy Dallas Rue over at Wiregrass uh, Exotics posted that February first was National Serpent Day yesterday. Yesterday, as of today, as we're recording this, was National Serpent Day. There's a lot of stuff that's today. Like today is also no, no, no. I know, but for today because it's Groundhog's Day. Um, and he saw a shadow, but he's yeah. also only right thirty nine percent of the time. Do you yeah. know that that happened at like six a.m. Our my kid was like. We should wake up and watch this on YouTube. I'm like, okay, cool. What time is it? She's like, it's at seven fifteen. And I'm like, yeah, but they're Philadelphia, so they're ahead of us, baby. So we we know that's like way earlier for us. Not happening. I apologize. Um, so yeah, I told her she could watch the replay. Um So Darren Watson asked, I wanted to answer this. Has there ever oh. been a melanistic or albino cougar that anyone is aware of? So Darren, albino? Yes, I believe there's a picture of one in the wild, a game camera picture of one in the yeah, wild. In South America. In South America. So, yes. Actually, I think that one was leucistic. Was it? Anyway, go ahead. So, melanistic, not at all. Not at all. There's no such thing as a black cougar, no matter how much people tell you, I saw a black panther. They're fucking retarded. They didn't see a black panther because there's no proof of it. And if anybody wants to tell you their uncle's daddy's neighbor told them, Take a fucking picture and I'll believe you. That was like the guy the other day who said he went hunting and saw one. And I asked him, all right, do you have any pictures of the deer you shot? Yep. Do you have a picture of the cougar? No. Okay. That's what I thought. That's what I fucking thought. So, no. There are no melanistic cougars. As much as I think it would be super cool to see one, there's just not. Yeah, this one, this picture that goes around all the time, Yeah, that's leucistic. Leucistic. Okay, so there may not be an albino. I don't know. But there's a picture of a leucistic one. 
another video. I posted this video because I found it in another group. It was a TikTok video of a guy with his crocodile in his lap on his couch. That's oh, fucking that stupid. Just waiting for that thing to grab his hand. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it. As soon as I saw the alligator moving up between his leg and the edge of the, the back of the couch, I was like, nope, I'm not watching him getting eaten alive. Absolutely not. To me, it's, it's as dumb as free handling venomous snakes. Now, I know that we know certain people that will hold their crocodilians like this, but it's just not a risk I'd be willing to take with crocodiles. Like, there's just a bad day with a crocodile is not the same as a bad day with a dog. It's just not. Uh, and they just don't think the same. Um, Travis posted, I didn't see this one. It's a new one. The. It was a new one of the most threatened amphibians in the world. It was missing for 27 years. It's a little frog. It was rediscovered in 2016. So for 27 years, they thought it was gone. That's kind of like uh, crested geckos. They thought crested geckos were ex- were extinct, and then now they're fucking everywhere. <clears throat> oh, uh, anybody's looking for Christmas ideas? We gave great Christmas gift ideas last week with the uh, the rat pencil pouch that also has a pencil sharpener Absolutely. up the rat's anus. No. Uh, I did post another great Christmas gift Unacceptable. idea. Unacceptable. It was a sexy taxidermied rat underwear. I mean, the ribbon on the side's kind of cute. Just don't look at everything else going on. It's adorable. On you have a little rat head right above your private areas and above yeah. your butthole. So you can enjoy that. I got a message from a friend of mine at like 7 o'clock this morning. I invited her to the podcast group. And apparently that was the first post that popped up <laughs> in her feed. And she sends me, like, kind of me a message, just add me Megan, you. what the fuck? That is awesome. <laughs> Welcome to the group. Oh, uh, Travis recently posted, I haven't read the article, but it's uh, how a long lost soldier survival story riveted and confounded. That doesn't, I read that exactly how it says. Uh-huh. I know. Anyways, he only put it there because there's one line in there that says uh, about this guy who was apparently off on his own for forever. He was also surprisingly articulate for someone who had only talked to cane toads for the previous eight years. Oh, um, okay. So, guess not all cane toads are bad. They can also keep you company. Oh, okay. But were the cane toads talking back? That's if he thing. licked them, they probably were. Oh, uh, if he licked them, he'd be dead. So, um, that's it. Like I got the. Oh, uh, I have not figured out the winner for the focus cubed lid. I mean, the, you had one job, James. No, I had a lot of jobs. <laughs> uh, but I haven't figured. I will figure it out by the end of this week. And we'll probably mention it on the next podcast, and I will reach out to that person. But yes, I will figure that one out. Our giveaway this month, though, is kind of a fun one. We, we planned this one last month. Uh, so I want to say. I want to say. Go ahead. Okay, so you are going to have a post that you will comment on. And you have to comment. Um, it's going to be a question related to books, um, specifically reptile or amphibian books. I haven't quite figured out what the question will be exactly. But we purchased from Half Price Books. Um, several reptile-related books that we will be mailing to whoever wins. And to be entered in the drawing, you just have to comment on the post. Yeah, so it's just... And it's not going to be, like, amazing, but I don't say amazing. It's just, I mean, it's, they're used. It's whatever used reptile books we found. they're very good quality. We found it. The, and there's a couple in there that I know I have that I think are good books, and so I, we're also putting them in there. Yeah. But it'll be a package of, of books from... And if you have a half-priced uh, books, go in, like, once a week and check out the reptile section. I love half-priced Yeah. Not if you live in the same town as James. Yeah, not if you live here. I've already, I've already emptied it. So you're the reason I can't oh, find any. There's not, a lot nothing. in the kids section. You lots of kids books. That's I, true. I actually bought a bunch for my classroom. So I found a few. So I'm the reason there's not, not any kids. I have an entire one that's nothing but like a a research paper on garter snake. No whips. Uh, the whip snake book you just got. It's uh, coach whips and racers from like 19. 19- 
30 something. But what I'm going to do is I think for the people that live in the Houston area, I think we're going to start some type of a trade situation where you can borrow books from our house. I think that's bullshit. And that's I will happen. get something in return because he doesn't read the book. I'm, that doesn't, have, doesn't care. I no just, one's touching He just my wants books. people to come over and think he's an intellectual. I can yeah. just take the book because his if you ask my father, <laughs> I don't actually return the books. That's, oh, wow. that's what I'm afraid of. Like, no, people can't borrow my books. I, I'm this is not a library. We'll turn I'm, the ex- we'll turn the the game room space upstairs into like a personal reading library, and see, people can just come over. That's and, what I'm doing. I'm not letting people in my house. We could put like a hookah in there. And <laughs> I mean, that's turn honestly this place like the best perk of having snakes is people find out and then they say they're not coming over. And I'm just yes. like, yeah, I wasn't well, going to invite you anyway. Excellent. I didn't invite you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Who said you could come anyhow? Mm-hmm. Good. Or my, I don't like snakes. They don't like you either. It's cool. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. So I will have that giveaway set up and I will have the other giveaway winner chosen for January. Um, Anything else? Don't be, don't be looking at all my books. You can't have my books. <laughs> uh, I, see, I see several I don't have. I, I see several Some I Some of those had. are like 17 years in the making. I so. see a few that I'm going to have. Darren says he still has a book out from the third grade. How does that even happen? <laughs> well, I lost the movie oh, Twister boy. from Blockbuster when I was in like sixth grade. They wouldn't give me my diploma when I graduated because I had a book that I never turned in the library in ninth grade. Did you tell him you never read it either? Yeah, I had to go pay for it. <laughs> Did you know oh, if you have to pay for a movie from a movie theater? Oh, no, a movie rental place because they don't exist anymore. But if you have to pay for a movie from there, it's way more fucking expensive than just buying that movie. Oh, yeah. Yes, I found that out the hard way with Redbox. Because they buy the license. My yeah. husband likes to remind me of the time that I waited like three months to return a Redbox DVD. And we could have bought like the movie three times. We still own a Redbox DVD. No, no, a net, a Netflix DVD. It's a Netflix DVD. Back when they used to send out DVDs. So here's how I used to get around that with Redbox yeah. in my not so scrupulous younger days. I would go get a prepaid gift card with like ten bucks on it and get the Redbox movie and just keep it forever. <laughs> Oops. Oh, it's a whole collection of just movies with no actual covers. Yeah. I, I the other day Rachel said something about wanting to watch a DVD and I'm like I can't even remember the last time I put a CD or a DVD or a Blu-ray I do I rented, our, I rented Free Guy the other day with Ryan Reynolds our Blu-ray player bit the dust so good and then, did it finally die yeah, I think it's dead that's so sound I watched uh, th- but actually at the place we used to hunt he had a Blu-ray player and I watched um, uh, Baywatch uh, Baywatch? Yeah, that Baywatch movie. I never, watched that. I never saw that. And The Rock? With The Rock, oh, yep. That one is so good. It is pretty ex- It's hilarious. Pretty... I never saw that. So that's yeah, the last I have, a, I have a TV with a built-in VCR that still works in my garage and a box of VHS cartoons. We had a shitload of VHS, but they, when Rachel's parents' house burned, they were in, her, in their house. I got to find somebody to put all of my Crocodile Hunter VHSs onto DVDs for me. Can you not buy that on DVD? Not what I recorded. I recorded like Croc Week. Two years of Croc Week. Oh. My grandfather's doing that right now. He's putting a bunch of like old home movies onto DVDs. So if you want me to take your shit to Florida. <laughs> We're trying to take my shit. <laughs> you already said you don't give it back. Gosh, you guys look how busy you. And... <laughs> now she's stealing your stuff, man. It's my toxic trick. I borrow things and never return Let me them. Let borrow that. It's called stealing. I do. <laughs> 
<laughs> I do hey, return them. It's just like a long time before I return them. But it's not theft because you don't have the intention of depriving the owner. Exactly. I it, just so. keep forgetting to oh, grab it on my way out of the One other thing I watched this week, I watched uh, a snake discovery video where they were using those, uh, what are those little enrichment devices for like dogs when you feed them when they have to move the little sliding doors to oh, get to yeah, like yeah, yeah. treats and all oh, yeah. and they were using it with their indigo Jeez. with one of their indigos and just so you know indigos are fucking retarded <laughs> that's all that video proved to you it tried to eat the plastic thing oh, over and over it tried to eat a hole just a hole an empty hole it's sitting there trying to eat an empty hole so maybe it's just theirs because um Scarlet Nightshade, Creatures mm-hmm. of Nightshade. She did that with her indigo. That was why they saw that and they wanted like, we're going to do yeah, it. Yeah, and he did like such a great job. Yeah, but here's the question. Awesome. Here's the question. How many times did they do that and then film it and put that video out? That's true. They could have filmed oh, it. Oh, Scarlet. Time. She'll be true. honest about it. Because this was the first time they did it with. But I like to think that they were being honest about it. Maybe. go, But go watch the Snake Discovery video and you will laugh at how stupid this snake looks for like 10 minutes of trying to eat a plastic device. I mean, if it were any of my snakes, then yes, absolutely. they would. See, every indigo I've ever had an interaction failed. with, they're pretty intelligent. Not this one. This one apparently was, was the uh, eastern indigo. Yeah, that's that's why. It's not a Texas indigo. <laughs> this one was special. They tried to eat the whole whole thing. Um, and then they tried one of them, one of those the little things that are made for causing dogs to eat slower. Oh, yeah. And they put the food in there for like some monitor lizards with the pro- or like a tegu. The problem is the tegu couldn't get its mouth in there. So it's just biting the whole bowl because it can't oh. get to the food wedged Sorry. down in there. <laughs> so go check out the video. It's, it's a funny video. Plus, they uh, ended up using a laser pointer with the turtles. The tur- turtles were chasing a laser pointer around. I do use the holy ball for my tortoises to stick their leaves in there. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But it's a good video. Check it out. Um, I'd be very interested to see if that snake could get, I mean, it can't get worse at trying to use that fucking thing it is, oh, they ended up having just lazy opening the slides and let it just, eat. even then, <laughs> even then open pinky sitting right there. It comes over, it looks at, bites the plastic part of the container. I'm like, I know my I, carpet Python, she like, God, she's so pretty, but she's so dumb. She's really not a smart <laughs> snake. I like, I'll have the, her food in one hand, and she's like completely focused on my other hand. And I'm like, no, it's over here. She just keeps coming. I'm like, it's right here. <laughs> yeah, it, some animals are just like, how do they survive in the wild? I basically got to hit her in the face with it. I'll tell you right now, the one animal I don't know how it survived, and I understand why it's going extinct, giant pandas. <laughs> What's her hog nose? You ever try to feed a fucking Western hognose? Uh, yeah, I have one, and the only time I get drama from him is when it's feeding time. Because yeah. apparently, but they'll also try to eat anything. Oh no, I I start putting his fuzzy in there, and it's all. Oh really? Yeah. I've seen things like they'll eat like halfway up the tongs, or they'll eat all things that are not the rodent because they're just. Oh, no. I have to gingerly set it down and then walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, we fed my corn snake last night, and I like barely got the lid off before she was coming up to take what we had for her. That one, yeah, that's corn. That's corn. It's snake. that time of year too. Girlfriend the females are eating like crazy, and the males don't want to eat. Yeah, I'm feeding them chicks now. Yeah, she. I, that was bizarre for me because I've never fed. We feed chick them out. our big male MBK eats chicks. He yeah. freaking loves them. He eats uh, the quail chicks. These, yeah, these are the chicken chicks. Enjoy them. My pine snake also. Oh, my pine snake wheat. Watching anything. Scarlet's video right here. Yeah, see that video? That snake looks way smarter than than Emily's. That's an Eastern, too. Yeah, no, she, I should have bought Hayden's Eastern she, when she had it for sale. She, she didn't get permits I wish and all. I could have. 
she's um hopefully expecting some her females gravid yeah yeah you get permits and all there's a whole process though for having each i want one eventually they just shit too much i'm not ready for i mean i i just there's they're so expensive and they shit a lot (laughs) not not just the snake but the housing too i that's that's what that's a it'll somebody that builds a housing that's true it'll it'll happen one day but Affordable, yeah, affordable, well, high quality cages. We're gonna have sure. to chat because I'm gonna need quite a few upgrades by the end of the year. So I'm just like trying to wait for everyone to get to a point where I'm like, okay, I can put you in your forever enclosure <laughs> or forever home. Yes. Right. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll have to. People have been ordering cages from me in threes. I've, really? I've had like three different orders in the last week of three cages. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Also, because you just started selling cages, like mm-hmm. it's getting. I've sold more cages in the last. Yeah, I had to I do have. a double take when I saw your comments on a Houston reptile. Yeah, I, so was, I was like, "Wait a minute!" You'd have known if you had stopped by and seen us at the expo because we oh, had cages. Sweet Jesus, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to. I'm trying to save because I want to do just like basically like a whole unit at once. So, he, he can do that. That's the goal. <laughs> no way. <laughs> He, he has the technology. Oh, my no lord. Way. He can build them. If he builds it, you will pay. <laughs> All right. It's the other way around. Honestly, ah, if I could just, just do cages and thanks. not do racks anymore, I would. The cages are so much less stress. Yeah. Because the racks have so many components that I have to order this and order that. And order no, he really? That can't get this and can't get that. And it's that. a pain in the ass. And prices have gone up on everything. With cages, all I need is PVC. Runners yeah. and a glass. Yep. Yeah, someone posted. I moderate um, a female herpers group on Facebook, and somebody posted this morning about how everything in the hobby has gone up so so much. And they're like, "Is it just me, or is everything more expensive now in the hobby?" And I'm like, "The entire world." I'm like, "It's not everything in the hobby. It's just literally everything." You could have stopped at everything. <laughs> yeah, like we're at seven percent inflation, I think, right now since yeah. this time last like, year. I think my grocery bill has gone up by like twenty percent, and I'm just like, I, <sighs> I don't know how people. I, honestly, I don't know how people with children are doing it. We shall feed ours. It's just me and my husband. <clears throat> we, well, kicked our, we kicked our grown they, one out of the house. And so. what's so crazy? You buy feeders in bulk, right? Like just yeah. <laughs> I tried to give her rats tonight. She didn't want them. She, we tried. No, but I we 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 went to H E B last night to get some stuff, and I told him when we checked out, I'm like, one of these days, we're gonna come in just for like two things, and I'm gonna spend less than a hundred dollars on groceries. Mm-hmm. And it, it, every time I go, it's I'm spending a hundred dollars. Rachel went today. I don't even know how much she spent. I'm and like, it doesn't wanna... help if you have to eat healthy, or if you're trying to eat healthy. Like I don't need all of the junk and the carbs so that I can get my sugar levels in check because I am a diabetic and it's just crazy. It's a, I I just, it blows my mind how much is not on the shelves. Yes. When you walk through the store, it's like some sort of monopoly on pasta. Like right. every time I go to the store, I'm like, what the fuck I don't know. I'm, I'm not allowed to shop on that aisle anymore. So, <laughs> Oh, I, uh, I've married in because I'd much rather European. He's yeah, I'd he much rather eat and carbs, sugar-free carbs. Red Bull. My wife likes sugar-free Red Bull. Super hard to find now. Hmm. All of a sudden, you can get the regular Red Bull. So reptile related yeah, heat I'm panels. Cool. So I ordered I ordered forty watt heat panels for my new cages because I have forty watt heat panels in my other cages and they seem to do fine. Apparently, where I have my quarantine cages, I cannot get it warm enough. It's staying like two or three degrees lower than I want. Is so, it still? 
Yeah, it got, it got up to about 84, so it's almost there. But uh, it's, it's hitting around 81. And I need it at 85, 86. We close that door, it's doing better. Yeah. So Where are they at? They're in Our the closet. closet bedroom. Bedroom, closet, yeah. So... Which I is wanted, why they're probably. I wanted to get the eighty day. watts. I was like, all right, I'll go ahead and order. Which I originally had ordered, and I was like, nah, screw it. I'll get the forties because they'll fit better. And uh, now I need to get the eighties, and everywhere online is out of stock. Can't get them. So, but I think I can get them at the Herps Reptile Shop. So there you go. And James Bergoli was supposed to let you know, wasn't he? He said he had one. He said he can get me more. So I think I think I think I may end up getting them at the Herps. Well, Reptile I, well, I have a Christmas 80s. present for his kid that I keep ever. I've seen him four times. He has a kid since Christmas. Oh, yeah. Bergoli? James Bergoli? I'm just joking. Oh. He's um, a really cute little kid. He's going to be he too does. old for the present by the time we no, see him. No, he won't. No, he won't. No, he won't. But I've seen, that, I've seen him four times since Christmas. Thank goodness he looks like his mom. Every <laughs> time I forget to take the gift to them. I'm like, son of a bitch, I love that. Yeah, I'm not sure Bergoli's actually the dad, if I think about oh, it. Oh, whatever. I uh, fucking forgot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that is all I've got for this week. Anybody else? Anything else they saw? Want to talk about? No, I need to start listening to podcasts. That would help. There's a lot of really great ones out there. There's a million yeah, of them out there now. To a couple, um, I started listening to In Blue, which their mm-hmm. new episode will be coming I've out this Thursday. To, yeah, yes, I listened to that one. Um, of course, yep. Modern Modern Magicia Modern is really good. Is a good one. Um, listened to a couple episodes of Snake Talk in the last week. Pint size is on my list. Pint size reptiles. I've that one yet. I've got a few on my list. Last week, our episode with the cussing, the cussing monk came out. In Blue should be good this week because this is Dr. Tom Harbin. Oh yeah, and he's a pretty pretty fun guy to talk to. Our uh, our pint size reptiles exp- uh pint size reptiles ep- episode. My God, my brain shut down. I Next week we'll be on day geckos. That's fun. Who'd y'all have? Ooh. Day geckos. Day geckos. We had Chuck Poland from Reptile Fight Club. We talked about day geckos. Cool. All I knew was that it tries to sell you insurance. Mm. <laughs> I have to tell my sister in law about that one. She is day gecko. She is a day gecko, but she wants to, you know, go Pokemon Club. Apparently, there's a shit ton of type of day geckos, yep. and I did not know I that. I did not know that either until literally this past week. And apparently, yeah, there's, there's like blue ones and green ones. I had to look them all up. There's tons of them. I was looking them all up as Chuck was naming them. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. No the only idea. negative to a day gecko is if you touch it, it can slough off its skin. Yeah, I learned that. And then it like, didn't cover that. They get like a dark spot on them then. And yeah, that's weird. That's yeah. Like... So, yeah, uh, check out. There's about a million podcasts. And also, I mean, we told you had uh, April on last week. She has her new podcast. I listened to. That. Yep, that's on my list. So you gotta listen to that one. Uh, there's the new Snakes in the Fat Man that has Victor on it. We talked about that for the 15 minutes of laying. Check that out. So when you're in your car, driving to work or wherever, turn it on. Uh, that's it. Megan, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, even though I didn't visit you. <laughs> you you could have come by and he wouldn't have been there anyway. No, he wouldn't so. have. He yeah, probably would have been at Corey Martin's what? table. That's a really good point because what. I asked your wife. I was like, I don't know where you he is. were. And I she didn't. was like, he's probably running around here somewhere. He's I was somehow not always even at the booth. I was what? somehow always at Robert's table when a rack needed to go out. Of yeah, course. He did the great. It was great. <laughs> he would walk up and the customer be like, all right, I'm ready to go. I'm like, hey, James, you mind? Though? Somehow I timed that perfect. <laughs> yep. Every time. So you hung out with Corey Martin a lot this weekend. I did hang out with Corey. Because uh, we ate lunch with her. Because there was room back there. 
There was not a lot of room. No, we were. She told tight. me I was a good mama because I had all of I had a whole bag full of snacks and lunch materials. She's like, "You're such a good mama." <laughs> it made me feel good. So, all right, uh, Megan, if people want to get a hold of you and talk to you about snakes, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram Lone Star Snakes, spelled exactly like it sounds. <laughs> Trying to think of the way you would spell it. <laughs> um, if you're local, I'll have you guys post the name of my relocation group. If you happen to need any relocation needs, I need to find a better name that because now it started out as just Iowa Colony. Just call it Pretoria like, County. There well, you go. I thought about that, but I don't want anyone thinking that I'm going to like drive down to Northern Pretoria County. That's, <laughs> there you go. That's better. Yeah. Because yeah. Pretoria County is the largest county in yeah, town. It's like, yeah. It's like freaking huge. Yeah. It goes like almost to the beach. <laughs> yeah. Come we don't want to go all the way to the beach. Yeah. Almost, it goes to the beach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will go to Freeport if you really need me, but I would rather not. I'll ride with you. We'll, t- we'll make a road trip. If you trip. go from cool. the southwest corner to the northeast corner of the county, it's about an hour and a half. Yeah. It's massive. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, Instagram, Lone Star Snakes. Um, we'll post the group in the podcast group. Yep. And uh, Facebook is technically Lone Star Snakes, but the only thing on there is the educational events that I've got scheduled. So Which far. are cool. If you're anywhere near the area, come yeah, out. Yeah, I've got, absolutely. I've got like four or five on the schedule for this year, and I'm super excited about the one in July because I've got it scheduled for Snake Appreciation Day. We need to have Rachel and, bring uh, out to one of those. Hayden is going to be coming with a couple of venomous snakes and doing a venomous cool. uh, demonstration that day, too. So I'm hoping to have a couple other things. I kind of want it to be like an actual like i feel like it's event i feel like thing. it's reptile day and that's kind of what i'm wanting it to be so but i'm still in like the early stages of trying to figure out exactly we we had a if huge it's during the summer i can help yeah it's july 16th did we do reptile day for three day. years and then yeah and then covid and then covid yeah and how, the many, last how many people year, did we have come through there the last year we topped their bug day numbers how many people came through there in one day um yeah, see, I don't know the number. Just make it up. I w- Eight trillion. No, I want to say it was close to like four thousand. Wow. Yeah, in Alexandria. Yeah, so it was like everybody. Yeah, it was a dollar to get in. I don't yeah. think that and... the I don't think the Meridiana Oasis no, Village. No. Yeah, no. four thousand no. people. I don't, no, no, no. I don't think it came to four hundred like, people. Like, no. We had like we had like we had like Louisiana wildlife people that came out. We had different educational groups from around the city that came out. The library came and had a booth. And they basically like sat and read books with kids all day. And they about crafts with kids. They were talking about crafts. Um, I thought about like a face painter. We had, we face had face reptile, reptile face So what we did with that is we actually contacted a local high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was a high school teacher. So I had our, our like art we had, department. Yeah. Come all that. Uh-oh. Oh. And then I was still recording here. Uh, but yeah. So if it's during the summer. Yeah, it is. I can definitely I'll shoot out. you a message with some of my yeah. ideas. I can help. I mean, we we planned. That's it was what just I did. That's that's one of the jobs I did at the zoo. It was oh, just okay. like three Plan of us that planned this whole event yeah. of four thousand people coming out to it. Oh wow! Yeah, because yeah, I mean, if it winds up with a good turnout, like I'd like to to maybe be like an annual thing or something that yeah. that I try to do because I've had a really good response to people in the community. The so one far, we came to was great. Oh, yeah. thank you, because that was like my I, first official one, and I was so yeah. nervous. We know. You, we know. you did. You did awesome. <laughs> yeah. My my next ones were definitely better. Like they they've like steadily gotten better. Um, so it's you know yeah, practice practice makes perfect. Absolutely. So, 
but yeah, I've, I've had a really good response from the community so far. And I mean, there's definitely an opportunity in a lot of the reptile stuff is more North, like, especially the people who do a lot of educational stuff. A lot of it tends to be like further North yeah. the city. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely an opportunity in this area for, for more Absolutely. reptile education. Well, we love to help because yeah. like I said, that was one of the things we started and then we moved away from Alexandria and it, doesn't well anymore. covid yeah. covid stopped a lot so, of that stuff yes so. darren you do need to re- relocate to texas from jersey all right very cool if you need to go to of robert you can reach out to him at lsreptilerax.com dot com oh my turn uh if you want to reach out to us it is the reptile Gummo podcast on instagram facebook or at gmail.com again i'll get all those winners the winner for last month's giveaway and i'll have our other giveaway posted uh stay tuned come out and check us out at uh arlington in two weeks we will be up in arlington come see us say hi we will have you pop on we bought a fourth mic see should we have a fourth microphone now so we can actually interview people there and not have to share a microphone That's right. it'll be great so thanks for watching see you everybody next week good night bye